Blue Tiger Revenge, brought to you by... Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music. That's right. We're back, back in our secret mountain lairs, ready to broadcast all across the world. The Revenge. That's right. Blue Tag Revenge. I am comic book creator Tagalusia. And if you've listened to this, then you know what I'm about to say next. The man, the myth. He is also known as the king of beards in some circles, other circles, the heart and soul of BTR. You love him. I love him. A giant who walks the earth. Keep going. Towering above all, spreading nothing but joy. Some say a modern-day Jesus of comic book fandom. There we go. Big Brian Bales. How's it going, Big Brian? That's good. I was going to see I was trying to see how long you would uh you would keep I, going in that. Yeah, the bullshit got thin fast. I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, I was uh, that was some of your better work there. So, wow, wow, I'm impressed. I know you like the praise. I do. You like the praise. I mean, who doesn't? You know. I mean, we all we all like it. Uh, you know, it's been kind of a quiet, quiet week. On well, no, it hasn't. It, the world is uh, there's lots of stuff going on. True. Um, Lots of stuff going on, but in the comic world, I think it's been kind of. Qu- There's some stuff coming out, but not, you know, nothing crazy, yeah, yeah. nothing too shaking it up. Yeah, you know, uh, Black Panther still clawing eyeballs out at the at the box office. Sounds I, like I still haven't seen it. Wow. Well. Wow. Meanwhile, the Rock's over there just like begging for money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, sorry, when the sorry. when the best part of the movie is. Superman showing up for a 30 second cameo. You got some problems. I wonder if they were even on set together because the way it was angled, you could have just done I that. Highly doubt it. Yeah. Highly I doubt it. I mean, scheduling. Yeah, yeah but scheduling. But speaking of Henry Cavill, I kind of got Henry Cavill hair going on today. You do. You got that nice curl. Yeah. I'm a impressed. Little bit. I'm impressed. A little bit. But, I, you know, I read, I heard something about Mr. Cavill. I earned a lot of respect. I, I was I was like I got a lot of respect for that guy. He's he's a good dude. Okay. So you know how he's got that new movie out on Netflix. Um, is it a, what is it? Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie, well, by the way. Watched it, loved it. I could I would watch a million of those. They're so so fun. We're well, probably gonna get more. But, so charming. Um, I can't remember the actress's name. Millie Bobby but, Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. She likes to have like personal relationships with the people she works with. Apparently, like she's yeah. you know texting back and forth. And he was like, no, 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 like strictly professional. That's it. Like I'm like yeah. a w- wonderful person, but like 
you're a child. I'm an adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big props. I, I like that too. That's yeah, some man, nice, that's some nice boundaries. Yeah. You don't see boundaries get set too often. And then it sets, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it sets these guys up, but even if they're not being, even if they are being good guys and not taking it, like doing weird shit, yeah, um, it still makes you question it. Right. Like you're 40 years old. What are you, what are you doing? Hanging out with a, 18 year old yeah yeah that's fucking weird yeah yeah oh. yeah it's a it's a little strange but uh yeah we got a got a great guest coming in today we do i'm looking forward to it i'm looking yeah. forward to it it's been a, be... it's been a, i feel like it's been a while since we uh had old uh tony in the old tiger den it yeah it it has been it's been a year maybe Maybe more. No, I guess you know what I do have a little bit of news for you. Oh, hit me, hit me. What you got? Uh, I I know you're a big fan of this show. Uh, Sandman got renewed for a second season. Yes, it did. I'm I'm very excited about that. That was a really great adaptation. Really, really good show. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, there was actually some bummers this last week. Uh, oh no, the, uh, Batman. Yeah, man. Uh, just shout out. Let me take a second, actually. Okay. Yeah, because... I, I I figure this was. This is, you were going to want to cover this. Yeah, man. It's uh, so for anyone who knows, um, anyone who watched Batman, the animated series, any of the Justice League shows, a ton of the animated movies, if you played the Arkham video games, um, you know the voice of Batman, and that's Kevin Conroy. And he passed away to, I believe it was cancer last week, um, after voicing the character for over 30 years um wow like being the boy he, he played he, him in one of the in the like, one of the in the one CW of the cdw shows? shows yeah he did yeah. he played a old old beat down bruce wayne and it was awesome that's like cool. i you know the cw shows are what they are but just be, to, to have him be able to be there and be him after you know voicing him for so long um if only they could have gotten mark hamill to play the joker i know live action he would have knocked out of the park but uh yeah, yeah so i mean bummer yeah he he passed away and uh you know so many so many people i you know especially like our age grew up with batman and grew up with him as batman you know um sure and and, and i can tell you like when i read batman comics and i and i hear the voice in my head his is the mm -hmm. his is 100 percent the voice that i hear Every every wow. Batman comic I read, you know, um, and I read, you know, I read a lot of Batman comics. Um, that's true. And partially because of that. I mean, that's one of my one of my absolute favorite shows. The day the day that we, you know, we found out that he passed uh, Max and I, we watched arguably the best Batman movie. And that's Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, I was going to ask if I can guess. But uh, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, we watched it still holds up to this day. It's still so good. Um, I wish they'd bring that character, the the ghost. I wish they would bring her. It was is that what she was called? Phantasm. Phantasm. I wish they'd bring her into like the, like the comic, arena. I know they have, but they like, have. Yeah, she badass. She was you know? in uh, Batman Catwoman, the Tom King, um, oh, Clayman okay. uh, series that ended up. It was Tom King Clayman, and then uh, Liam Sharp took over. I think at issue seven. Um, was it good? I haven't finished it yet, but it's it's been good, you know. Um, story of your life, story of your life. I know. Do you have? Let me ask you this before we jump in 
with our guest. Well, let me just uh, let me finish real quick and just say, okay. uh, you know, for all of you who were you know who were touched by Kevin Conroy, um, you're not alone. And uh, he was just such a great, great human being and a great ambassador, a great ambassador to Batman. Um, I read a, I read a story about uh, an advertiser um, was wanted him to come and like say something like really silly and ridiculous for an ad as Batman. And he was like, I can't do it. I can't do it because that's not, you know, people look to me as the voice of Batman. Like I can't sully the character in this way. So he was just a great uh, steward for the role of Batman as well. Not just uh, like a great person. And I've heard nothing but amazing stories from people meeting him at conventions as well. So um, yeah, he will be, he will be missed. I guess that means a moment of silence. Check one, two. And we're back with our guest who hasn't been in the Tiger Den in a very, very long time, it feels like. It's true. Tony Tony Gregori. How's it going, man? What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Back. Yeah. Absolutely. Back. When was the last? It was like, what, a year and a half ago? Two years ago? Just about, yeah. Something like that, oh. yeah. That's, yeah. That's... yeah. I think it was during the pandemic. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. That's when, oh man, we're flying high because nobody had anything to do. Yeah. We get them guests. We, we guess. are sometimes, dude, we are double tripling up a week. Yeah, it was wild. Now it's back to, <laughs> now it's back to, you know, crickets and, you know, that's okay. I'm, I'm happy that hey, people are Tony's working. Here. Yeah. Yeah. You're Tony's like, hey, here. you know what? Let's call that Tony guy. He's probably not doing anything. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say congrats on the, because I haven't talked to you since it, uh, since it came out but your uh your turtles issue man congrats on that and then uh the cover for the saturday morning cartoon issue yeah. i i picked that up at the shop so uh um i gave it i gave it to my eight-year-old and he loves it i said hey yeah i, kn- I know the guy who drew the cover he was like oh cool so there <laughs> yeah, you go that's awesome yeah man. Well, thanks man thanks. how did you uh how did you like working on turtles it was a blast yeah i, I had to pin- pinch myself when I was drawing it, I mean, I only drew an issue, so yeah, it wasn't like I got to run or anything, but just the idea that sure. I'm like drawing it. I'm like, Holy crap. I'm drawing Donatello. Like yeah. the best turtle. Casey, Thank you. Okay. Well, easy, yeah. easy, easy, easy. You know what? I don't have a favorite. They're all my favorite. They're all. Wow. Favorite. Wow. Do you hear that? Wow. Nickelodeon, way, to, IDW? way to be non-committal over there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone says rap, right. And that's kind of like the, Cliche you answer, know, and then I like, used to say Leo. You know who my favorite is now, though? Michelangelo. No way, Casey Jones, all the way. I know he's not a turtle, but he's not a turtle, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're talking turtles. Booga booga, or whatever he says. It says Goongala. Whatever Goongala. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my God. I haven't read that, dude. Yeah, I haven't read that shit in like what? thirty years. <laughs> the Tours of the Jungle says that <laughs> he had some stupid. Well, how, Goongala. What was his... He says Goongala. Goongala. Yeah. That that was his catchphrase. Yeah, Casey yeah. Jones. Yeah, I, I wonder why they didn't make it into the movie. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> read a so, read a comic, bro. Yeah. Oh wow. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kev. Get him. Uh, okay. Anyways, but it was great. It was kind of yeah. Yourself. It was fun. 
Yeah, yeah. it was fun. I, it was a real quick turnaround because uh, the artist who was on the, the series at the time, Pablo Tanuka, I believe you pronounced Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I I worked with him back when I worked on Turtles. We were um, on, uh, I don't know, they had like a, a series of different artists, or like there was like four of us. And then we were working on this, like, uh, it was like a crossover with Ghostbusters. And Pablo was like one of the guys, his stories always butted up against mine, it felt like. But yeah, dude, Pablo's the man. Yeah, he's great. His art's great. So talented. Yeah. Um, I guess he was working on another book. So he, he kind of got behind. So they needed somebody to fill in real quick. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, Sophie Campbell, the writer, uh, she's a friend of mine. And she had told me months earlier that she put me on a list of artists that she would want to work with. Awesome. That's, that's I guess great, that, man. I asked her, like, hey, you know, who would you like to work with in case or, you know, for future issues? And she she put me on the list. So they reached out and uh, I got the gig. But it was a really quick turnaround. I did do like 20 pages in like, uh, I was like almost 20 days. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's about yeah. that's IDW. It's um... and I, I had to get acclimated with the whole like series and all the characters and where it was going because you know, like I I hadn't been reading it, so like I'd seen some of Sophie's earlier issues. Yeah, yeah. So, the previous like ten leading up to it, I had no idea what was going on, so I had to go back and just cram like I was studying for a test. Yeah, yeah. Because aren't they doing like pages. what? like mutant city now like mutant there's town. more than yeah. just yeah. yeah it's like a bunch of mutants right yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty dope like a mutagen bomb went off in the city and yep. uh, that, like that raft helped detonate on accident yeah yeah, yeah. By accident. So, like, Every, the everybody's like, favorite kinda, yeah <laughs> they had the government Anyways, like walled off like a section of the city mm-hmm. and turned it oh, into like wow. mutant town like a dmz or whatever and then mm-hmm. uh, so oh, wow. it's pretty cool because now the turtles they don't have to live in the sewer they can you know they do go to the bank or you know go to the store or like yeah. go to the club or go to a bar yeah, that, and hang out that kind of changes the entire like dynamic for them yeah yeah like yeah, they don't did. have to be so secretive interesting did a lot it, very interesting so many more so, stories to tell you know because like after a while how many stories yeah. can you tell about fighting the foot clan or you know yeah yeah i'm not even yeah. caught up i'm probably like six or seven issues behind i just i haven't read it i haven't read it in a while but I'm excited yeah. to dive back. I'll dive back into it eventually. I still buy it. My issue. That's all that matters. There you go. That's all that ma- Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, so after uh, the issue, then they asked me to do the cover. Like, oh, great. After that. And then I banged that out. And that was, that was fun, too. Cool. That's great. That's, that's awesome. You know, so, it is, uh, there's always those little things like uh, the editor at the time, because they, they were going through an editorial change right in the middle of me working mm-hmm. on the issue, right? That's every book think- I've ever worked on. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, it was my first experience with like a licensed property. So okay. it was kind of like baptism by fire. I'm like, oh, here, you're doing, you got to do 20 pages in 20 days. And uh, we're in the middle of editorial change. So you're working with like a intern, like a, a temporary editor. I think yeah. uh, Tom, Walt, Tom Waltz was kind of overseeing everything before yeah. the new person took over. And then after I finished the issue, the new editor had taken over and they asked me to do a cover. Wow. So I did yeah. the cover, you know, and, but when I did the cover, it was like, I asked editor, uh, I was like, do you want me to draw like the cartoon turtles or my version of the cartoon tur- turtles or, or what? And he's like, oh, go ahead and do your version of the cartoon turtles. And I'm like, all right, dope. So I did that. And then I oh, turned cool. it in. Yeah, well, then Nickelodeon was like, oh, can he draw more like the cartoon turtles, the classic ones? So I had to go back and like redraw all the heads. Oh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh. Like, if I would have known that, I might have drawn it a little differently too, though, the rest of the figures, because I yeah. would have maybe leaned into the, yeah. you know, the cartoony more. 
instead i Definitely. went with the, like how i normally draw was a little more shadowy and darks and, and a little grittier you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's not that gritty it's still a saturday morning cartoon comic but you know i was just kind of like oh this is how it works when you do work on these kinds of things where it's like yeah I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't worked on any of that stuff in a couple of years, um, but it seemed like there was always, I know the very last, I guess, what do you call it, IP that I worked on, um, it was the, it was, I think it was licensed by the main writer at the time and, or like the overseen writer, like it was an adaptation. I don't think he was happy with like anything any of the adaptations that uh that i had made you know like visual adaptations and um yeah it just didn't go very well <laughs> that's probably the nicest way to put it yeah yeah like, how are you gonna do like, i can't please everybody which is funny because if you read the reviews of that book yeah the only compliments on it are your art <laughs> i'll take it yeah i'll take it i'll take it i i guess i won you won <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, so last time we talked to you was pandemic you know hellfire brimstone the world was melting we all this is i guess we're the left where what has survived yeah we've made it into we've survived so many things now um, the, now the metaverse is falling down and upending and i mean apparently i don't think anybody's crying crying about the metaverse like yeah. people not being yeah. in it like well wow look at these nintendo 64 graphics they're so amazing um but uh wait wait hold on is it it's, de- it's dead already the metaverse no Bye. i think facebook is still dumping money into it but i do want to ask you because like the whole social structure of comics whether we want to admit it or not it all like really twitter is like that's where everything happens right like that's where the conversations that's where yeah a lot of the promotion most of the most of the comic news and stuff that i see i see it on twitter yeah if i want to find out what's going on it feels like i have to go on twitter so uh i haven't really been keeping up with it because i'm terrible at social media but i hear everybody's kind of jumping ship like going other places uh do you know much anything about that well, I mean, I see today everyone's talking about Hive. That's the new yeah, social media app that they're uh, oh. people are talking about. So we'll see if that's that's a new one. But okay, because I know um, I heard what I remember a couple of years ago. People were trying to make a push to Mastodon, but nobody really. It it just didn't happen. Like it just seemed like it never. It didn't I tried. Like a couple oh, really? Ago, I, There's you know, like tw- took over Twitter. I, Fifty different servers. I didn't know which one to choose. Yeah, that's the thing it's very confusing for the uninitiated it's not like just go to their site and create an account you have to pick a server and then yeah it's just it's Uh, not as simple as like yeah it's way too much for me same yeah Yeah. it's like if twitter goes down i'll just like i'll start a facebook account again or because i don't have facebook i'm not on there i'll just like start a new facebook account just for art stuff and then do instagram now that uh now that 45 is back on Twitter, maybe Truth Social is the place to go because he probably won't right. post on there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the thing about that is, like, uh, I was talking to somebody today, a comic book artist, uh, and I'm not going to say their name because it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. But yeah. uh, they were saying that they said that Trump actually has a Hive account. So all these people who are going on to Hive, I don't, you know, if they go there and then Trump's just sitting there waiting for him, like, hey, <laughs> I've been here the yeah. whole time. <laughs> like, Oh my god! Uh, so I don't know. I just kind of feel like uh, I, I watched a video by Sam Cedar today. 
you know who he is? He's a political, no. he's a political commentator. He's very left leaning. Okay. Um, he's he's got he uh, hosts a show called The Majority Report. Oh, it's, it's I know. Who, okay. Channel show. I've heard I've, of that. I've seen some. On, I've seen clip, some clips. He was on Air America back in the day with like Mark Maron and all those dudes. He's yeah, yeah. Okay, I I would know who he is, and if I saw him, he basically put out a video saying why people shouldn't quit Twitter if like, I mean if if like people can't stand to be on it because it's owned by a, a you know a, a white nationalist piece of shit like Elon Musk, then fine, you know yeah. he understands it. But if you're leaving because you think you're going to hurt him, you're actually helping him because you're kind of clearing the space for all these right wing he- idiots. So you're kind of just. Because yeah. he says the only thing that really hurts him is advertising. So if like he gets all, if, if all these trolls and right wingers start coming back, and then people start advertising on it, and if people are just like okay with it, they don't complain. Right. These advertisers aren't gonna like. Yeah. Gonna back out. They're gonna be like, all right, well, I guess full steam ahead. We don't. You know, no one cares. So. And I think that's a really good point, because the reality is, is like, okay, we all there's certain aspects of pop culture that we all like adore, right? Or like we buy into like a character or something yeah but the reality is is like their component their their money-making components right of a business Mm -hmm. and most of those businesses they may say they have certain politics but you know look who owns actually owns that business look at how those ceos actually spend their money look at who they associate with well, yeah, it's, it's very it'll be, it'll be very depressing very fast it's like what we were talking about before we recorded about how you know all of these movie studios they like edit out all of the important pieces of like lgbt the social commentary, social commentary yeah. so they can show it in china so right i mean really how yeah you're not really putting your money where your mouth is on that so <laughs> well marvel's yeah. owned by uh you know i pull martyr permonter who's like a big trump guy yeah the guy yeah owns marvel so it's kind of like you can't really escape it uh yeah i mean i guess the thing with twitter that would like maybe ethically it would you'd want to quit because of like i mean just recently when he purged all the employees the only people left are the people who are on like i guess visas and like yeah you know like from other countries and they can't quit otherwise they have to go back to where they're from so he's kind of exploiting them yeah if you want to you know in a sense so in that sense if like you think quitting is gonna you know affect that then you know i get it but like if you're just gonna quit it because you're afraid of like unsavory types going on the platform i I mean, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like, uh, I get it. You don't, no one should have to go, you know, download yeah, that I, into your brain every day. But right. Like, I, I like yeah. people who like, uh, I, I just don't like it when people quote retweet things anyway. Like I'll see people who are all against this stuff. And then I have all these accounts muted or blocked anyway. So yeah. I don't see right. them unless somebody like screen caps it and like tweets it. And it's like, well, you're doing, you're spreading their message for them. Exactly. At some point, people just have to like, you know don't feed the trolls and let it go or keep it moving or just admit that you like the feeling of the anger that it gives you of the i, I think there's a lot of that i think people yeah. like you know it's like especially in like uh, i guess our line of work you know you're inside like i i'm hardly on social media right i'll go on uh really i'll go on instagram maybe a couple times a week if that um and uh, I guess I'm on YouTube more, but that's just to listen to fucking three hours of ambient noise while I'm working, <laughs> you know, like that, that's really what I do. That's my social media. And so um, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of it is, you know, it can be, you can feel, you can be very closed off really easy. So I think a lot of times things like t- Twitter and Facebook and all that, they kind of serve of like, like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, I don't like yeah. this. Like, 
okay, I've got, there's some, there's some importance going on. I can interact with, uh, you know, the society, I guess a little bit, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just cause I've been in Alaska long enough. I'm at a point where I'm just, I'm kind of, you're just a recluse kinda, now. Yeah, really. I, I have, <laughs> I like, I don't, that's why I wanted to ask you. Cause I, I figured like, okay, I know I see you guys on Twitter once in a while. Um, so I was curious to see what your kind of your opinions on it well, were. I mean, for me with Twitter, it's like, I use it now predominantly for like, like sports. Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I love sports. So I follow teams and it's cool. Right. And like a Sunday football day, you see all the clips being posted and, yeah, funny jokes and memes and stuff like that. And then, like, I follow a couple of political, uh, like, either reporters or opinion, sure, opinion people who who yeah. I trust, who I know, who I, you know, trust their their sources or whatnot. And I'm not going to stop following them. So it doesn't matter, like, if some yeah. anonymous idiot gets a blue check mark for eight dollars, right? Yeah, I will say I do love the parodies that are happening with the paid blue checks. Those are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. (laughs) It's pretty funny. I, I, I I mean, it's supposed to be a a social like a a town square, right? So even in the town square, you have crazy lunatics yelling. Absolutely. You know, those are are the ones people pay attention to, unfortunately. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, these days especially, like the louder, more obnoxious you are, the more more attention you get. So, so I just, like, you know, I, you know what? When I was doing that, when I did the Dark Horse book, uh, the Worst Dudes, mm-hmm. yeah, plug, how did, plug away, yeah, uh, there was, I, you know, we were getting data back about like from their promotional people about Twitter and actually how many people are actually on Twitter and yeah. how much like Twitter actually affects your marketing, and it, and like in a general sense, it really doesn't do shit because no. like a small portion of the population is actually on Twitter. Yeah, you know, I was looking at I was looking at that. I didn't realize because at least in comics, everybody's been acting like Twitter is like, oh my god, the world is ending. But I, you know, I look at it I'm like, fuck, man, the numbers are so low. Yeah. Like, I mean, by comparison to guy? just the popping. Yeah, yeah, as an indie guy, it's different. Like, if I'm crowdfunding something, then it's like Definitely. I feel like it's important. But right. if I'm do, working on a book that's in previews, it's really about contacting the retailers and getting them to order yeah. your book. It's not really about right yeah unless you get like that one tweet from like a neil gaiman who's like oh i love this book yeah i'll give you that'll help you but if it's just like yeah you take that but if it's like just everyone telling you you know how great you are and and retweeting your stuff most people have you know we all have each other muted anyway so it it doesn't yeah i don't even know i don't even know how to mute people it's like (laughs) that's the sad thing click right by their name and you hit mute yeah i'm just that's my that's my level of uh like twitter experience right i just go on there i'm like hey What's everybody yeah. doing? Cool. What's going on? <laughs> All right. Well, take it easy, guys. It's like a scene of Dumb and Dumber, right? Like, wow, big gulps, huh? Cool. <laughs> wow, <easy>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. I, I think Can it's, we talk uh, about the worst dudes, not to change vibes. Yeah. But because sure. uh, uh, that you actually been you've been really busy, man, since we saw you had the you had a Dark Horse book, you had a uh, you know the the turtles stuff. Um, Talk about uh, the Dark Horse project. Like, uh, how did that come about? Because, like, I, you know, like typically you're always like, ah, oh, you know, I'm the indie king, man, indie god. Like, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I'm doing a Dark, doing Horse, a Dark Horse, Ninja book. Turtles. Like, what the like... Fuck? <laughs> all right, whoa, Tony sold out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to sell out. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with it. Say, so pay, so the pay the bills. Exactly. That's right. Keep the lights on. So what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about Worst Dudes. Worst Dudes was uh, with uh, Aubrey Sitterson, who's mm-hmm. a writer. And uh, 
we had been following each other on on twitter where we were just you know ironically well, and uh he had reached out to me this is like like 2017 i think okay and he's like oh i dig your work uh you know do you want to work on something someday and i was like yeah for sure uh i've got some things i gotta work on first get out of the get out of the way and then you know we can talk about doing something because i followed him and i enjoyed his work as well so um a couple months later i hit him up and we start kicking around ideas and uh he asked me like kind of what i was into at the time and i was reading a lot of like new gods and i was on this yeah, yeah i was in a kirby stage like you know how you always you always end up going back to him at some point that's right kirby's kirby is god yeah <laughs> correct he's god so like eventually you go back to him and you cycle through it again so i was in a kirby cycle and i was telling him about it and he's like always you know who always down for that so who isn't yeah, yeah. so we thought of an idea of just doing like a a new gods-esque uh like raunchy sci-fi tale oh nice uh, kind of like uh for like the inner 15 year old in us yeah you know oh, kind of like the best I, yeah i saw the ads yeah. i saw the ads yeah. i kept going like dude there's like dicks and shit in this this is gonna be crazy yeah. <laughs> you know there's dicks in a lot of comics you know in hindsight it was not that big a deal <laughs> yeah i mean but you guys had really smart with the marketing because there was some stuff i was expecting to be way raunchier than it was and then yeah. when i got the issue i was like oh he got me he got me <laughs> well you know like there's some raunch in it and uh the, the marketing stuff was like a little bit of like uh, Aubrey, smart Aubrey, and fun yeah yeah aubrey and, and dark horse kind of got like the dark horse promotional people they kind of oh. were enjoyed that and they were vibing on that and like yeah let's you know make a big deal of it and the warning sticker on on the cover of the oh, that was of great the issues. yeah yeah it's it's basically if you look at the old lobo comics yeah it's just yeah we kind of riffed on that it's like a similar nice. thing similar warning label mm-hmm. okay. i kind of wanted to like homage that you know and um yeah it's all tongue-in-cheek you know although even the warning is a tongue-in-cheek it's not really people are like i read some reviews where people are like oh i expect this to be so rushy it's not these guys are soft and you know how edgelords <laughs> are on the internet they're like oh this is i've read edgier stuff than this it's like it's not supposed to be dude it's like, a comedy like like yeah. oh that's fantastic yeah gag, man it's yeah like wrestling. it's all gimmick it's not real yeah like, yeah, I knew so. there, I was like I, I knew like if Dark Horse is doing it, this isn't gonna be like the old penthouse comics. Like no. this is gonna be like some <laughs> hardcore, just no. you know. <laughs> but you know, there's nothing they didn't they didn't uh edit anything out. Uh, there's one thing that they that they asked me to remove. Uh and it was what, what was there's it? A, there's a there's a giant pink lion man named Cal. His name yeah. is Caligula Monomacho, and he's like a, yeah, he, a he was great. Yeah, he's he's my favorite character Doing, to draw in the whole book. Yeah, he was snorting lines and mm-hmm. fucking weird space hoes. It was yeah, it was cool. So they they went to like a, a whorehouse on like this planet, okay. like this brothel, the world's and, oldest um, profession. Yeah, and he and uh, so Cal, he's he's like a bisexual, I guess. He doesn't he doesn't he has no space. No, that's, that's yeah, how space. They do it. Who gives so a shit? So he, he picks up this dude, this, this twink kind of character, and he goes okay. into the the room with him. And the, the guy's blowing him. And uh, <laughs> this other character walks into the room and is like, oh, man. And he walks in on it, essentially. And the twink guy, like, pulls. You don't ever see the the, the giant cat dong. But he, like, back. <laughs> he, like, pulls. Because he shot, shot. You see his ass. And you see the guy kind of, like, yeah. in front of him, you know. And then he, like, kind of pulls out. And he, he says something to the character. And I drew all the, like, all these pink cat hairs coming out of his mouth. <laughs> all the pubes. And then the editor was like, can you just get rid of the pubes? And I'm like. Of all the things, yeah, sure, yeah. no problem. But like, sure. 
Oh, <laughs> that's so it. That is interesting. So See, I thought I thought it was going to be a lot di- like just oh. crazier, but it's oh, pretty tame. Pretty benign. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And now we had sense. we had plants jizzing like in the last issue. There's planets jizzing all over <laughs> space, and laying like seeds uh, <laughs> for future planets. And there's like a we did a, like a double double total recall where there's a a woman with three tits, but then. And she's got a, a what's the character the, in the stomach in Puerto Rico? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in forever. Well, she has another version of herself in her stomach with three more tits. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything about that. They're cool with that. Hey, you know, it's it's had, nature. A, it's beautiful. We had, a, we had a cast of characters called the Dongacelli crime family, and they were basically uh, like, <laughs> four foot tall penises dressed in suits and they look like a mob like somehow sopranos but they were all like that's so good giant giant dicks and that's awesome they didn't say anything that's about awesome. that either just the well, pubes just just the, pubes. Just the, the, the cat wow. pubes that's so, it so how yeah. was uh how how was like uh how'd the book do did it do pretty good for you guys like i gotta be i just haven't i've been really bad about paying attention like what's doing well in the market what's not but uh did it was it good did it like did it get you some good exposure? Like, uh, I don't know, like how was like the, the fan response? It's pretty good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the first issue sold, uh, I think it was like 12 or 13 K the first issue. It's awesome. really solid. Yeah. It's pretty solid for a, a dark horse, uh, creator on book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even got a, a, a royalty check off of it. So that was nice, dude. And then, you know, how it goes like each issue from the first issue progressively. To- oh yeah. The half life in yeah. and you're just like, Oh no, stay, stop, stay, stay solid. Yeah. Please, yeah. please break even. Come on. Yeah. And I think the trade did. Okay. I think we broke even. And uh, you know. that's great. And then from that, yeah, it got me some followers and I got a couple other gigs. Like I think that helped me with get the turtles. Cause you know, the turtles yeah. have all these crazy animal characters yeah. in, it, in there. So I just showed them some of my stuff in worst twos with all these weird aliens and, yeah, you can see that I could draw certain things, and it got me some that's followers awesome. on Twitter. But if Twitter dies, then uh, you know that. God damn it! And that's what it was all about. It was about <laughs> that clout, man. It's it. all about that clout, baby. Yep, yep. That clout. <laughs> oh, come on, Elon, get it together. Get he can't. Together. He can't. He can't. He's a fucking buffoon. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Guy's never created or done anything in his life. No. So. so there was a debate. I saw a debate about that. Back to that for a second. Really? Where, yeah. Because people are debating. Oh, is he doing this? Did he? like try to sink the company intentionally or is he just such a no he's just such an egomaniac idiot true he is that's fair that's true but i wouldn't wouldn't say he's an idiot that's one thing because well here's the thing he's got uh you know his his backers are is the saudis so that's true that is an interesting yeah and i'd be curious to see like if he's trying to rail like say if he is intentionally railroading Twitter, um, like what does that mean? Something else is coming down the line that he's invested in. Um, you know, like as much as I don't like Elon, uh, he does make some interesting moves. I mean, like Tesla's an interesting move, you know, like but he, he didn't, yeah, but it's tanking now. Tesla's tanking. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like the initial and like how he got the initial investments was very crafty. It was very smart, especially when he got those like government contracts and subsidies um, that it was handouts. able to government handouts. Yeah. 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 But only that rich was, people that, get those. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Yeah. It's like the, the financial equivalent of clout. Uh, and, but it makes it so that, you know, you can 
do a lot. You could just put a lot more money in a lot more places, a lot more investment. It's it's interesting. Sure. It's like that. But you whole... know that the thing about that is like it's that could be he could have financial advisors that know what they're doing. It doesn't mean yeah. that he's actually like making those decisions. And that yeah, also oh, definitely doesn't mean that he's creative and he knows how to like he's not what's gonna be a yeah, yeah what's gonna be a good new startup or a new company. I think it's more yeah. like he's a he's a willing he's a, a willful idiot. Yes, a useful idiot for certain people. Yeah, I think you know he you know he had his uh cause what was his original big thing? It was PayPal, PayPal. right? And he cre- yeah, which the, is the like, worst of the payment services. So so thanks, Elon. Thanks. Oh yeah. Was that Peter yeah, Thiel I, or is that him and Peter Thiel? Was, Say that again? Peter Thiel, wasn't he? Yeah, so so Elon he doesn't actually create anything. He just comes yeah. in, buys them, and then kicks out the inventors and says he invented it. The, yeah, the same I mean, with he's, Tesla. He's, a, you know, that, that's, he's like a Steve yeah. Jobs, essentially, right? You know, he's very, you know, all the credit, and you know, he's just the guy standing there going, "Like, look what I did." You know, what I mean? yeah. When he didn't. Well, I really... think Steve Jobs is actually a computer. Yeah. Guy too, though. I mean, he's not. Yeah, not but like his, Elon. he, he was not an engineer. He's not built any rockets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I but like Jobs is. I mean, like there was. I mean, for the iPhone, it wasn't like Jobs was like, I'm going to go make this amazing piece of technology. He's going to write. No, there was, you know, hundreds of people yeah. working on it. And for sure. Then, then on the stage, it was just him and his dumb turtleneck and his new balances, yeah. like a dork. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's taking all the credit and he's acting like he's the, the Dalai Lama. No, I mean, yeah. all these, y'all, I mean, usually all these things, there's always like a group of people making it. It's never just, oh, yeah. Guy just like going. That's only in comics where there's only like two people. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, yeah. True. In comics, right? <laughs> comics. Yeah. Even then, sometimes it's yeah. some of the team gets outed, you know, like, and they just end up suing them. Down yeah. The tell road. that to Stan Lee. I mean, <laughs> I mean shh. hey, hey, what are you saying? Come on. Marvel, we need your sponsorship. Come on now. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I find, te- I find Elon a fascinating individual. Um, not in like a good way. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's he does some interesting marketing stunts, you know, like Doge Dogecoin was really interesting. The whole um the you know, like the whole satellite internet thing that he set up and now he's like, Well, I can't I can't pay for it anymore. Um, I think that was very strategically done. Um, you know, getting somebody else to pay for it after making big promises. Uh he does he does some really interesting things that are isn't that just what boring. rich people do though? They they promise no. you something and the, really. Rich people don't <laughs> promise you like build something and then say, "Oh, this is going to be the best," and be like, "Ah, well, somebody yeah, else well, has got to pay for it now." They don't build. They don't build it. I'm not saying he didn't he's a build good guy. it. He didn't build yeah, it. Th- yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's a good. I don't think he's a good guy. I just think it's interesting what he's able to accomplish. Like that's fascinating, and the route he goes about it. But then, you know, like a couple of years ago, everybody was talking like, "Oh, he's revolutionizing fucking the way we travel." You know, like he. I mean, there was so much good press for him, and now you know it's he's it's very hot and cold. People either hate him, and then a couple of years later they love him again, and then they hate him, and then they. Well, love see, that's him what right I'm saying. Now. He he didn't he didn't build any of those things though. He just took, oh yeah. He just took the remember credit that one uh, one great idea that he had recently where he's gonna build a tunnel <laughs> in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna build this, and it's gonna, and everyone's like, oh, cool, you invented a tunnel. Yeah, like, yeah. Good, good job. Yeah. <laughs> We're so yeah. proud of you. We're yeah. so I think proud he wanted. Of you. I think what was he trying to pitch? Like uh, reworking yeah, the I-5 so that it was uh, through like some kind of high-speed tunnel system for cars. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think he, I think he wants to be like a futurist. 
Like he really wants to be viewed as a futurist, and I don't. He's not. It's just he's, like the. He's not actually. He's not actually smart. He yeah, he's yeah. got the he he comes up with ideas that fifteen year olds come up with. The problem is is that yeah. he's a fucking billionaire and he's surrounded by people who are like, oh yeah, yeah great idea, yeah. great idea. Well, is it, well that's the thing. It, like guys like that who are so dumb and unaware of like I don't know, yeah. I mean dumb and like a you know like a complete idiot, but like in a kind of I, it's almost like he's just his head so far up his own ass. He, yes, he's not yeah. able to, to yeah. comprehend. What he doesn't yeah, understand. He, and people just take advantage of him. Like if the Saudis are like, hey, we want you to we want to tank uh, you know, this social media site and or like at least corrupt it and this thing that people are using to spread information. Yeah. You know, that that that's definitely bad for us. Well, I I'll be honest, ever since he's taken over, like the algorithm on like the feed is horrible. It's horrible. Is it is it bad? It's so bad. Like I can't yeah. find like like, cause I, I am on Twitter too, for one of the main reasons I'm on there too, like you, uh, Tony is for sports. So like, I follow yeah. like a bunch of different, uh, guys who, um, uh, you know, report on the blazers. And so whenever there's a, a blazers game on, you know, they'll post updates. And now yeah. like, I'll yeah. see one from like two hours ago, you know, and, and you don't, you don't <laughs> see them, you know, as you normally would see them. It's all. It's all a bunch of yeah. bullshit now. It's you know what I do? There's one guy. On, sorry, when the, when the Dolphins yeah. play, there's a one reporter who I follow because uh, he always is tweeting updates and he has like injury news and stuff. Yeah. So I'll just like put his account on my yeah computer screen as hit refresh every couple of yeah minutes to see if there's anything new as I'm watching the game. Because like you said, if I'm just on the timeline, it's not going to show up. Yeah. No. All this crap. So I, I'm. I guess I'm more curious as to see what the long what the long-term plan is here is it is it going to be revealed at some point that he is like actually tanking it like there's there's a there's a reasoning for this to benefit him in some financial way or is it like no this is just like the entire thing is just an ego an ego trip you know be both well i'm sure it's gonna be both (laughs) i think it's a lot of both i think ego is a big part of it he got mad at people being mean to him so he had to buy it and uh now people are still he said oh free speech is back but if you make fun of me i'm gonna i'm gonna well I'm gonna suspend your account it's not a public forum so it, no it's it's, I, it's a i agree yeah. i agree yeah 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 he can do whatever he wants with it it's his yeah now, it's his I, yeah yeah it's his but the thing is like how did he well, get the money to buy he, it i don't know but that's the thing like i don't know these numbers are so out of my yeah yeah comprehension but like 44 billion dollars that's probably like a way you can write that off and it's also like if you i don't know how they do it but i'm sure he's a he's a billionaire so he has lawyers yeah. and yeah and financial people who are like yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna make this so you're not gonna if, if this goes under you're not gonna lose a penny you know yeah. you're just gonna lose some equity but yeah it's not coming out of his money it's coming out of his the court it's it's corporate acquirements you know it's well, for sure yeah, yeah. It's just, so he's not know. gonna if it if it tanks, the only thing that could possibly hurt is his ego. I don't think like financially, he's not gonna yeah. like you know be have a be wearing a barrel. Like or anything I don't like know that. why he wouldn't just buy a sports team like like a normal egomaniac <laughs> like billionaire. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because like, he doesn't he's not into American sports. That's probably yeah. why he could buy a fucking <laughs> soccer football club. Like you know, like <laughs> could he? he should buy probably. he should buy the Buffalo Bills because uh, they'll run them into the ground. Buy yeah, <laughs> oh there you go. <laughs> Yeah, buy the Lakers, man, and just well, they're they're, they're doing, yeah, exact. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I gotta say, you know what? How sweet is it 
that they're like but, the worst team in the NBA. It's just, the best. and they don't even uh, own their pick. That's the uh, best so part about it. Oh, it's but just it's, beautiful. The Pelicans own their. The Pelicans it's beautiful. own their number one pick. Oh. Hey, like I like I said on the last podcast, or I think it was Brian and I were talking the other night. We were just talking at the end of, towards the end of Jordan's career. There's no losing teams. I think the debate is settled. That's that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know anything else about basketball. <laughs> Wait, no, he lost. Saying. He lost on the Wizards. He, he, well, he was more of a coach. He, he was just there as a senior figure. <laughs> okay. That doesn't count. No, I mean, Wizards I don't. I don't. LeBron's not the best player. No, it's Jordan. Hey, what do you think of? Uh, you know, I know that you're a oh, fellow yeah. NBA fan, and yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go, folks. Right we're now, going today, into uh, Blue Tiger Revenge Sports. You, you're wearing the Dolphins, but uh, Dan Marino, way. <laughs> Ace Ventura, laces out. Laces out. Ted. Laces out. God damn it. <laughs> um. I got to be honest, when when Portland, you know, made the CJ McCollum trade and then all they got was the number seven pick, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is but then we got Shane Sharp. That dude is a that dude is a baller, man. He is a baller. I want him to get more. I want him to get more minutes. Like, that's why I love Josh Hart. You know, he he hit that dagger for, you know, against against you guys. But, I was like, I'm surprised. We tied it up. I was like, oh, we're going to overtime. And then, like, yeah, yeah. Down the court. I was like, oh, shit. Brian's probably having a good time. I, I was, I was very happy. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I did not go on the timeline to see. I was like, you know what? I'm going to log off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love his game, man. I love Sharp's game. He's just, he's 19 years, youngest, youngest player yeah. in the NBA. Just smooth. 19. 19? Yeah. Oh, and he's just smooth jumper and he can he can jump and touch the top of the backboard. The dude is Sean Kemp style. Yeah. Yeah. It's we got a 19 year old named uh, Nikolai Jovic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He's pretty good. He's like a almost a seven footer. Yeah, from, he uh, is good. He's from he's from Croatia. Is he Croatian or Serbian? I don't know. I didn't know the difference, but I don't. But he's one of those two. Yeah. And he's like he's 19 as well. And uh, he's got a smooth jumper, and he's almost seven feet tall, but he's just nineteen. So like sometimes mm-hmm. he's out there on the court with grown men, mm-hmm. kind of you know he kind of gets pushed around a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's when you're that big, it's so hard to come in when you're that big. That's why everyone's on this. Uh, what's the what's the the yeah, high school? Wembenyama? He's Wembenyama? He looks, yeah, I think so. He looks great. I, I don't think yeah, he's, he's going to have skinny, man. Ex- I don't think he's going to have a successful career in the NBA. Okay. I think he's going to be hurt How too much. He? Seven, Seven six. Seven, six. I've seen videos of him. He can like dunk it without it. He, he can't jump, yeah. but he can dunk. Oh, no, he can jump. Oh, he, he can, can jump. He, he can, he, he dribbles and shoots like a guard. And yeah, then he plays like a guard. Yeah. But he's seven foot six. Yeah. He's, he's also skinny as shit. So it's How, like, he, how does it do? I mean, I guess I mean you look at Yao Ming, like the few the few Yao, years he was in there, he did okay. He did pretty good. He, he did. did right. but this guy, you gotta you gotta look at this guy play, man. It's like he plays like weird? a guard. He plays like a guard, and like his body. Yeah. I I don't. I just where is he from? France. Uh, France. Yeah. yeah. He's playing in the Euroleague right now. Yeah. Uh, so there was a video someone posted today or yeah. yesterday of him. He basically was like at the three point line. He's dribbling and he picked up his dribble. He was like driving to the hoop and he did a euro step from the three-point line and got a layup right at the rim yeah like so oh basically just two two steps yeah boom boom he's, he's there he's ridiculous like, but because in the past they've tried guys that size and they just didn't cut it man like there, physically well, like, couldn't deal with it they're like big stiffs so like sean bradley and yuming they were more like centers yeah and this guy yeah, and is like, like he could be a power forward if you know if they wanted to but because he's was athletic. A, 
that was the thing with yeah man getting up and down the court was kind of a struggle his body broke down really fast yeah i see the same for this kid was with Chet. Same with Chet Holmgren, right? The guy who was a... hadn't even play, hasn't even played in game yet. He broke his ankle, didn't he? Wasn't that what yeah. it was? His ankle? Yeah. yeah. Is On a he routine play? New mm-hmm. giant? Is he a giant too? In super yeah. skinny. Yeah. Super skinny. Yeah. Chet Holmgren. Now you, he looks like freakish. He looks like a beanpole. It's like yeah. You gotta think like sh- like Shaq's gotta be sitting at home looking at him and be like, I crush that guy. I destroy <laughs> that guy. He would. I mean, dude, he, he could handle. He get crushed attack. by like. A, I mean, he'd get crushed by Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's like so yeah, skinny. He's, he's tiny. Well, he's, he's tiny. tiny. Damn. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, it's NBA is not a contact sport, but it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, you've, yeah. got, you've got. Dude, just the wear and tear. The running like, up and down uh, the court, jumping, cutting. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's insane. It's insanity. This is the reason why all those all those dudes got like knee braces and knee, you know, knee <laughs> and, reconstruction surgeries and all that shit. And they wear ice on their knees while they're on the bench and heating pads and ice packs on their yeah. backs and shoulders while they're on the bench. I mean, it's yeah. brutal, brutal on your yeah. body. It's, and it's, it's, it's easier on the smaller guys because they don't, you know, there's yeah. not as much force, you know, so. Yeah. That's right. Those John Stockton, Steve Kerr's, Gary Payton's, everybody. Shout out to, wherever. Where, where's the glove these days? Well, his Shout son, out. his son plays for the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's be, yeah. That's how old we are. Yeah, yeah. You notice? Well, I'm really dating myself. Like, uh, I'm naming guys who haven't played in like oh, two and a half decades. <laughs> John Stockton. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I now that we've lost all of our international comic book <laughs> listeners, um, sorry. No. I knew Brian and I were going to get into sports. Dude, yeah, yeah, we were. It was. It was. It was uh, inevitable. I'm. I'm really surprised that Brian hasn't been like BTR offshoot the sports. Hey, Brian. Center. If it ever happens, you know, I'd love to be a guest. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll make it happen. Um, man. So, oh, speaking of speaking of comics. Uh, I sent you a video of my successful hunt that I that I had. Um, I sent it to you yeah. last night. Remember, because I I picked up the X Men One Special Edition that has the uh, Jim Lee the swimsuit edition oh, in it. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah. So my oh, shop yeah. my shop had their annual sale over the weekend, and so it was buy one get one on vintage books. So, um, I bought a bunch of them. Okay, yeah, nice. listeners, if you haven't seen the infamous x-men by the pool scene from like what was that 1994 i don't uh, yeah 92 yeah i think it was 92 the sheer amount of body hair on all the guys yes like let's bring back the body hair wolverine's wearing the short jorts uh magnum pi style uh that is just incredible even scott even even cyclops is just He's just haired up. Yeah. yeah I always picture Scott these... Summers to be hairless too, you know? He I would too. Like yeah. yeah, like he like like shaves or wax issues. Yeah, I would well, I would picture like him waxing. Was, you know, he just yeah. not very yeah. like not a lot of, not very not to be cliched, not very masculine, yeah. You know, I, I was looking at it as as because I hadn't seen it since I don't know, years. And um yeah, you know, it holds up. It's not like I was expecting to be a little too raunchy, but it's not that yeah. bad. It's not that bad. No. No, and they did you know who they, they did Jubilee? They made her fun, like she's yeah. off like making fun of Colossus. Yeah, but she's like a bedroom. kid, right? I mean, you can't like yeah. make her. Cute. Dude, it was the night. Do you think they gave a shit? Like, come on. No, like, we didn't. No, <laughs> no. Different time. Yeah. Like, different time. Do you remember <laughs> comics in the nineties, dude? I do. Like, I do. yeah. yeah. Was, I was at the shop the other day, and uh, you know how they have those dollar racks? Oh yeah. Racks of like reprints yeah. for a dollar. So I picked up a 
an old oh. which is adam kubert yeah Kuber extraordinaire oh man I, mean, I guess this is an audio podcast but it's, i gotta uh, i gotta get that true believers number one that i got for a dollar nice and just going Dude. through it like just looking through the oh yeah see that uh, yeah. the, the vertical layouts uh you know where you actually have to turn the the book they don't do that shit anymore i yeah. don't know why it's very rare you see that yeah, I finally picked up. Uh, I so I picked up a bunch of books, man. So I picked up uh, Wolverine Ten. So now I have one through ten of the uh, eighty-eight Wolverine solo series. I picked up a wow. uh, some. Yeah, that's a Frank Miller one, isn't it? No, I had that's uh, that was just the one through four, the four issue miniseries. But I do have that too. Um, so you got that? Those were um, John Buscema. Yep, I believe. Yep, Buscema. Yeah, one through ten. Yeah, I can't remember who's writing. It was it was Claremont? Stanley, was it? it was Claremont? Was it Cla- Claremont? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I got well, I, I picked up some old X Men to uh, ninety nine. I actually picked up the first Wolverine uh, versus Sabretooth fight, so that's X Men two twelve. So I picked that up. Is and, that the one? Is it by uh, Alan Davis or Walt Simonson? Or... Oh man, I would have to. Because I have, I, think I that, have. That I, wasn't I was Bill. Called... I thought that was Bill Sinkevich on the cover. Uh, that's it. Oh. That's just Wolverine. So that's that oh. was uh, uh, afterwards. But uh, oh, no, X Men Two Twelve is the Wolverine Ten is the cover that you're thinking about. Oh, Tony, I think you're right. I think it was Alan yeah, Davis. Did I think that. you are right. I want to say it was this. Now that I'm picturing it in my head, yeah. Because yeah. I have the one. Because I think on on consecutive issues mm-hmm. they like fought. It was like round one and round two. Yep. And I have both of them like over here in my stack. I couldn't find yeah. round I two. Looking through. So I need. I have, to... What? Because yeah, it's also the first. It's one of the first appearances of Psylocke. Uh, in the and oh yeah, one of those. Yeah. I just remember there was that really great fight sequence where the camera keeps zooming in closer and closer on Wolverine yes, and Sabretooth. Yeah. And, fa- and they're like Wolverine's mask is getting ripped up and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Man. Oh, man. So and I basically, need... like, he, I think he tricks him at the end because he knows he can't kill him. But he just wants to get like everyone else to safety. So they like somehow tricks Sabretooth at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get it, get away from him, you know, because could, they could have fought forever. So I need, right. I need to, I need to get my hands on 213. Uh, but I've got two. I think that's it. 212 yeah. but I, I also picked up you're gonna love this uh darwin cook i picked up uh batman ego the original uh the original floppy for it so i was nice. pretty stoked about that nice. dude nice darwin cook man that guy that guy's that guy was such a good storyteller yeah, so yeah. Fucking, i got yeah. to meet him briefly once he came to when i was at the cuber school he came i think we were like second year he him and um oh what's his name uh Jimmy something used to be an inker. Palmiati. 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 Him yeah. and Palmiati came and uh you know they just talked about working in the industry and stuff. Yeah. And uh and like I think I want to say Cook had just finished uh what was that big DC book he did that was uh New Frontier, deal. Justice League New Frontier. Yeah, he just kind of come off I think he just come off that like a year or two ago. So like, and they were doing like all these big releases and it was, you know, like he was, you know, like he had, he had arrived, right? Like he was a big deal and uh, yeah, it's just really cool down to earth guy. Really, really, really cool. I don't know, you always like that, right? Like when you meet those like big name dudes and they just yeah. turn out to be like regular guys instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm a big deal. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, yeah. Like, I think I read somewhere that he like, he would live half the year in like, British Columbia or somewhere and like uh-huh. yeah somewhere in Canada and they had like a cabin and he oh, was wow. like yeah and they he I think he was a hunter too like huh. hunt nice I yeah. I remember he God 
I vaguely remember what he talked about, but he talked about like his road to comics was really, he was a lot, he was much older than everybody, like than he looked. So everybody just assumed he was like fairly young, but I think he, like when we met him, he was probably in like his forties or something. Mm. I want to say. Um, but he was saying like how it was like a long road for him, you know, cause like his style was not something that in the nineties was like, they're not looking for that. They're looking more for like a Jim Lee, you know, and he had kind yeah. of like a, th- like a classic throwback style. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And so he was like, I don't know. It was just interesting. Thing, it was like a, his own thing, which is also homage to an older thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, he was, his was just really interesting. He was just kind of like, Hey, you know, you're going to see guys like come into comics and in a couple of years, they're going to be doing all the stuff that you want to do. It might take you 20 years. You might have to work in a bowling alley or something for <laughs> 10, 15 years, but just keep yeah. making comics, keep grinding, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's all you can really do. I mean, if you want to do it, it's yeah. unless you're like some phenom or some, you know, yeah. useful kid with all this energy. Well, you know how it is. I mean, I mean, we're talking about social media, but like, that's one yeah. of those interesting things about social media is like, they're like, dude, if you're not a millionaire by the time you're 25, you fucking failed in life. And you're like, I don't think that's right. I don't no. know any millionaires really. <laughs> um, it's like the, that thing where you see those, those people who are like, oh, I'm 30 years old and I don't have this or that. And my life's over. I'm like, damn, I'm 46. And yeah, right, <laughs> I don't have right? anything talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, or just like with comics, I think it's, um, I think for most of us, because I've seen, I don't know, I, I don't know if you picked up on, it. I've, I've, I've noticed there's a lot of frustration coming out of the pandemic, um, with guys, uh, and I won't say any names, but you can just kind of tell by the stuff they're posting that like, maybe their careers isn't like they wanted to be like the Marvel guy, or the mm-hmm. DC guy, and maybe they're not there, and, um, and you know, I see by some of their comments, and I don't want to say they're whining a little bit, you know, they're complaining a bit like, Hey, you know, this isn't fair. I'm really good. I should be doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of one of those where, you know, the reality is, is like with comics, man, like you never know, you could do something like, you know, like the worst dudes. Right. And all of a sudden, like you could be a fucking like household name in like a month, you know, you know what I mean? Like you could, or like in a year from now, it could get optioned, made into something. And then everyone's like, I wish, I t- wish both, both of the things would happen to me. Yeah, that's what i'm go. saying yeah. but i but i or it's just like you you did a book it came wait am out, i the one who's good. whining online that you're talking about no 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 no, no not at all no no you're i do it i i love your post man you post work and you post positive stuff let's you know i generally try to keep a positive on main i complain in the dms like that's yeah what I, I feel like I guess, personal dms with friends are for it's like if i exactly i'm upset if somebody's like showing their ass on, on you know on on the timeline then you're like, look at this person. Can you believe they're saying this? And and then you make yeah. fun of them behind their back, like you're supposed to. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. That's what Tad and I do. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's my, my point class, is just you know these kids don't have classes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. My point, I guess, is just that like, I think I don't know. I don't know what the school settings are. I, I don't know like what the expectations are. I just remember yeah. like when I was coming out of school, fucking way too long ago. You know, like there was, you know, the I guess the the more realistic artists were like, listen, like you're you could be grinding for a very long time before you get to be doing the thing that and by a long time they meant like decades yeah. before you get to be doing the thing you want to do. And yeah, you just yeah. have to like think about it yeah. as like you're working, you're you're creating books. And no, it's not fucking Superman. You're not the Superman guy. Oh well, like there can only be one Superman guy, you know what I mean? That's for, true. For Ten years. You know, yeah. like it, it's yeah, and I that's just their I goal. Know. I mean, that's that's you know more power to 
more power to the people who, who want to do that because somebody needs to draw those books and tell those stories and yeah but at uh, the end of the day it's a good paycheck like, too like but like sure but fuck yeah. man putting all your all your apples in one little basket yeah when the reality I've is never, like, be a really never, good storyteller yeah and if you're a working artist really to me that was like my my like uh, family members or my, my parents would ask or my dad would ask oh you, yeah. what, what do you want to do with this like what's your end goal with this i'm like what do you mean and he's like well what do you want to do with it i'm like well i just want to be a working artist like that's yeah that's my only goal is to be a working artist mm-hmm. and i am so you know I, yeah in some sense i'm i've achieved it there's more i want to do obviously but like as yeah. far as like what's the ambition it's like to tell stories that I, that i find meaningful to me that i enjoy telling with people who i enjoy telling them with and to make money doing it like that's absolutely yeah. that, yeah. that's not necessarily like doesn't have to be superman or batman or Ninja Turtles I, or any of that stuff you know yeah it's, it's just really interesting because i feel like there's a lot of people that as and i don't know if it's just the influence of social media and all the other like bullshit that you hear like you know probably it's in your peripherals that i I think it weighs on some people where i've known people in this last couple years that have quit because it's like oh they got a job don't work out they got cut from it or you know and by job i mean a comic gig you know and instead of just jumping onto the next gig or working on the next story they're like well i'm done i'm not doing this fuck this shit and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like Dude, that's this is like this is kind of yeah. this is comics, man. Like you got in here not to just like be you came in here to tell stories, you know what I mean? Like, isn't that the goal? You wanna by the time you're done with this, you wanna look back and be like, Oh, dude, look at here, look at that shelf. Those are all the stories that I told. You know, I, I don't yeah, know. That's why that's I I'm I have the same mindset as you. But yeah. you know, some people they they don't look at yeah, it. Yeah, I, and they, I, I just I hour. guess I find it interesting, you know. Yeah, no, it, it I guess it, uh, to me, it's like, what did you think you were going to get out of this? Did you think that you were going to make a book and it was going to get optioned and you're you going to be, be like rich the and famous? Thing? Yeah, rich and famous. Yeah. And that, that could happen. But, yeah. like, but that also, you might just end up being a working artist or, you know, you might take you 20 years to get the thing you want to get. And yeah. like you yeah. said, you just got to keep grinding. But, you know, they can always come back. Comics aren't going anywhere, as far as I know. So, like, I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I just thought I'd bring it up because I thought, like you're a guy, I, I, you're like me. You're I. I like to think we're almost kind of like purists. We're all about telling stories. Like that's what yeah. we're that's what we're here. Yeah. We're here to tell stories. Yeah. And like some of the times the stories are for other people. Sometimes the stories are like our personal visions. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't know. It's just one of those things that um, my little trips onto social weekly trip onto social media or Twitter. I just it was like I was like bombarded with like people who I respected who were very talented who were always yeah. working and they're like it's not fair blah blah blah, blah. Like, yeah i don't i don't know what fair. that is either like yeah for me like um i try not to get too like jealous about when i see other people doing things yeah like doing big yeah. two books because like to be fair i've never tried to do a big two book i've never like applied myself in that way of like sent my stuff to editors at any of those but, companies but you've or, worked you've worked for big five publishers this is true and that's to me that's like that was a that was amazing like damn i did a dark rose book right and i drew turtles that's crazy but like but yeah but like i'm saying like i never set it out to be a goal so i never viewed like say someone's drawing superman or batman i never was like oh i can't believe they're got to do that and i'm not doing that because like well i never made it a a goal of mine or i never like put that out there right right well i can't be upset that the thing i never tried to get i didn't get you know yeah (laughs) You know yeah, I mean, I mean like if I tried for if I was like I want to be Batman artist and I'm like drawing Batman all day and posting it and I'm getting definitely. crickets and no one gives a shit and like no one cares. 
That would be... pro- yeah, I would probably be a little heartbroken. Sure. Yeah, Batman doesn't love me. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll I'll admit, I get a little, I'll get I'll jealous now and then, you know. But then it's like it's like, I just use I try and use it to just you know, it's more of yeah. like, like uh, we had Dustin Weaver on here once, and he was talking. Yeah, he's about, amazing. Okay. Dude, he's yeah, amazing. But he was incredible. talking about how like he'll yeah. see something that like Jim Lee will post, and he'll be like, God damn it, I got to draw harder today, fucking god, I got to catch Jim. Yeah. You know, and I'm like that. That's the energy you want. Where you yeah, know, yeah. I'll see, yeah. I don't know. I'll see Daniel Warren Johnson post one of these crazy yeah. commissions, and I'm like, God damn it, step it up, Tad. Like, come on, <laughs> like you're way, you're in the back, buddy. You gotta at least yeah. just, just get next to him, behind him, draft behind him. <laughs> yeah, just like be in the, in the line behind him. You know, yeah. you're not gonna catch up to him, but yeah, you know, yeah, you're gonna be in the yeah. same, yeah, the same division at least. Like, I just wanna. I want to breathe the same air, man. I want to be yeah, in that same yeah. stratosphere as that guy. Yeah. Like, but you know that—that's also you got to be careful with that too. Like, yeah, it's not you know because that could like drive you nuts if you're like looking at. If I was going to look at Dustin Weaver stuff and be like, oh man, oh. I'm not that. Like I, just, I, you know, drive myself nuts. Like, right. At some okay. point, I've just got to like accept who I am with yeah. my sloppy lines and and my you know whatever <laughs> whatever faults whatever faults are in my work and just try to clean them up as best as I can, but also embrace them and just yeah be bold yeah. with it you know like, yeah that is that is a, do you have guys that like you look at and use for inspiration like are there like where you feel like like you know we use dustin weaver as an example right like i look yeah. at weaver's work and i'm like man the fucking level of detail but i'm but i'm also realistic where i'm like i'm not capable of that like i would yeah. just i quit halfway through and go home yeah, they could do that like, yeah no, my no. brain doesn't work that way i'm more <laughs> no yeah I use so, a brush. i'm not a you know i don't know what, what tools he's using but i could it tell seems you. like a i used to i was he uses rapidographs he uses repetitive those lines, yeah. 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 yeah he's a, a big anime guy. guy. He's a big manga guy. So it's all in the pen. I mean, mm. yeah. I worked next to him for like, I don't know, six months when I was doing some backgrounds, ghosting and stuff up in down in Portland. And um, dude, it was some it was one of the best, best How times. How long does it take him to do a page? Yeah, he's weird, man. I, I don't know. I think it just depends, whatever. Whatever, whatever yeah whatever it is i've saw him like you know i saw him crank stuff out in like a couple hours and then there'd be times where he was he was first one there like i always when i was in the studio i would always do at least in eight hours you know if i you know i'd come in at like eight in the morning leave at like six at night or something like that and there was there was days where i don't know if he fucking went home he just <laughs> the dude lives to draw I, and that's one thing i was like i realized because i was like oh i want to be like dustin weaver and i was like i don't have dedication like that guy fucking loves drawing than anyone i've ever met yeah but yeah. um anyways my question my question yeah who are your who are your guys that your inspiration that the the young cubs out there should look to then when i get that <laughs> sloppy like right now who am i looking at like yeah definitely yeah, yeah. definitely daniel warren johnson is one of them because i feel like yeah i try to yeah. look at guys who uh I feel like I'm stylistically I'm similar to. Okay. And I'm not definitely not saying I'm, I'm anything close to him. No, but no, I, but it like, makes sense. Well, I think you and I are all, almost similar too in a lot of ways. Because sure. You're a brush guy too, right? So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mix it up. I use guys. a little bit of everything, but yeah. Yeah, me too. I use some nibs, but and some pens, but mostly it's it's brush well, and, and pens. A lot of brush. Lot yeah. Of brush. So I look at other brush guys and like uh, I kind of just you know look at how they're doing things. But then yeah. I'll look at, you know, I'll even look at like Greg Capullo, who I'm probably nothing like in terms of inking style or like yeah. line work, but like as far as like form and his the dynamics, uh, mm-hmm. his, his work is very dynamic to me in, in a lot of ways. 
Yeah. And uh, as far as proportions and stuff go, and I look at that and I kind of take a look from even guys like him. And, and when I did Turtles, like working uh, on, on a book that Sophie, I would go back and look at Sophie's work. So Sophie Campbell. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I was took a lot from her work because I love like her Turtles so much. But it's very simple, right? It's mm-hmm. a simple line mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not not overly like busy or rendered, but she's very deliberate and she knows what she's doing and what yeah. she's trying to achieve with it. So yeah. like, I kind of looked at that, especially as because I was drawing those characters and I'm going back and looking at the issues that her and Pablo drew. So I'm like cool. kind of taking, even from Pablo too, I'm looking at Pablo's stuff and the way he drew a certain character. I'm trying to take that, you know, yeah. and uh, it kind of got into my work. So now as I'm working, I see a little bit of the, that kind of residue in it, the stuff I'm working on now, because I'm working on some other stuff now that, Oh, yeah. It's like one of the things I'm working on is kind of it's kind of like Turtles E, where it's like Turtles esque, where it's like a, a urban, gritty, like cr- like action crime, a little bit of horror weirdness to it, and oh, cool. uh, a lot of the turtle stuff, the the, the style incorporated is incorporating into this. So, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, uh, uh, yeah, it's just like it's like the usuals, you know, what everyone else is vibing on. That's what I'm kind of taking on. Um, yeah, it seems like there's usually like a few artists who kind of like take over for a couple of years, and that's what everyone. I'd say, like you said, Daniel Ward Johnson. Like, um, oh, yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody. It was probably like a year ago, and they're like, "Who do you think are the biggest influences that you've seen since you've been working in the industry?" And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." You know, I was like, "Well." I, and and it was I think it was one of those where it's like well I'd say if like like and I, and I think I don't know the question I think was more pros of like who's like emulating but I was like oh actual influence on artists I was like well I think it would be dumb to say that Adam Hughes hasn't had like the biggest influence on artists in the last twenty years on like how For to sure. draw attractive women and it's interesting because the person was like what Adam Hughes I'm like yeah yeah like, <laughs> anybody anytime I, I don't know every artist I know. It seems like if they get tasked with like oh, I have to draw an attractive woman, it's like okay, let's do a quick uh, Google search for Adam Hughes art. Anything, you know, it's like he just does yeah. the best. Yeah, or, or maybe Frank Terry Chow. Dotson. T- Terry Dotson being the same, yeah, yeah. like same yeah. category. Yeah, yeah, and very uh, yeah, and then I would say like Daniel Warren Johnson right now. I, I threw him in there because I was like. Man, like ever since he started doing like the whole speed line, like the way he does the movement and speed lines, I've seen so many people replicating yeah. that. Even like guys that have styles nothing like his. Yeah, you know, well, and like because it, it works, it looks Heron. good. James Heron, yeah. yeah, yes. Well, they're they're kind of because I know they had a little thing going on where one guy, like I think Heron, thought that Daniel was. I don't know if it was Daniel. it was a jokey thing. That whole thing where it was probably a little yeah. bit of jokey and a little bit half serious, where it's like, oh, you're stealing my style, and they had a, they had a couple of little like back and forth and in the, in the, they draw the very similar they, they draw, draw very, very similar but yeah. then you see but then i see other people who are like trying to be james heron and dwj uh, and it's kind of like i guess at the beginning like i would see it and that like we talk about jealousy or like angst when i look at other people's work when i yeah. see somebody like generally like just copying somebody else i do feel a little bit of like well what the fuck is this person like who the fuck for is sure but like then i can see them as they grow they start to like their own style kind of comes through it. Yeah. So it evolves. So, so you, man, know, you, okay. you have Let to respect it. But yeah, definitely, definitely. So let me ask you this. Now this got your buddy a little heated. You had to edit <laughs> some of the shit he said. So what about because um, let's be honest, there's a lot of guys out there nowadays. And by guys I mean guys and gals. There's a uh-huh. lot of people. Well I'll just say there's a lot of people in the industry that 
trace of spades man trace of spades like it's all just it's just dropping a f- photo or mannequin draw over the top oh, and splash of color and call it like, good you talking about digital stuff and i don't i don't it, dude they could be working analog they could be working digital okay. it doesn't matter i'm just yeah, I mean, it's I'm more not, just are just, you talking about like, tracing pictures and stuff or tracing other other yeah other, just straight other, up trace well or both you know just, yeah, well, just think, straight up tracing shit i think tracing other artists is like a major faux pas like I, like who's that whoever's we, we won't say was, any names yeah I, I someone, was tracing, someone was tracing pepe laraz recently i think it was got caught tracing pepe laraz i think that was like unconscionable yeah. to me like i don't know how you can do that yeah yeah it's straight pretty, up like for it's published pretty, work you're tracing it's panels. The, but it, it, to me, it's like plagiarism, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, no, that's exactly what it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not. It's not. It's not. It's not like that's not a controversial thing to say. It's like to just no. to define it as like what it is in Webster's dictionary. Well, like, what's what interesting is. though is like, I think for art, it, it, like the only people I ever see get bent out of shape are other artists. You know, and yeah, well, readers I, don't care. They don't give. Well, it, no, they might not know. Readers probably either that and don't know either. Yeah. You yeah, know. but yeah, I, but even I, some of them don't even care because sure. I think a lot of them, like if you look even with the AI AI art stuff that oh, you know, recently came out and all that stuff, they're like considering that art, you know, to them because can I make an know, admission? I do yeah. like some of the AI shit. <laughs> I mean, I just know, like the textures. I've always wanted to be a painter, and I uh, fucking suck at painting. And I look at some of those cool, like it's just an amalgamation of of images, right? But I look at it, I'm like. Yeah. Man, yeah, I can it's fucking. Just, it's it's just like Photoshop on a cheat code with a with a cheat code. Yeah, it's, yeah. Me, it's all it is. It just, right? you know, What's the difference? Taking up taking some photos and doing some photo manipulation and putting some textures on it and yeah. maybe drawing a couple things on there. And what's the difference between that and making AI art? It's just even lazier pretty... and even like more hackneyed. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah, I, like yeah, it doesn't. I, I mean, I I wouldn't consider it art. I just I find it like, oh, that would be a cool thing to have. Like when like I was listening to the. Three hour long ambient music, <laughs> zoning out. Um, but yeah, no, it is interesting. The the tracing like thing, photos the- and digital stuff. Like you know, I I don't work I mean, you- on uh, monthly comics, so I don't want to like you know people yeah. who are on a deadline and they're in a rush and they they gotta get it done because oh know, I'll, I, dude, I I'll do it. I've I've yeah. like if it's like okay, uh, I mean, there's projects that I do now where it's like you know occasionally there'll be like so many vehicles and stuff on a street and i'm like fuck i'm not gonna draw every single fucking car you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just it's just too much um but i i guess it's just more of like it seems like um the big thing is like the mannequins like people they've got these like poser and stuff yeah yeah how do you feel about that kind of stuff i I wouldn't do it just because like to me it's like it's not even like uh i mean you get a whole a whole ethical like oh you're cheating that kind of stuff that's a whole nother conversation but there's yeah. like probably some legitimacy to it and also it's a bunch of like horseshit on the bullshit on the yeah. other end yeah. yeah somewhere in the middle you know where yeah. it's, like, it's commercial art man like yeah it's yeah. like it's so, all about hitting deadlines like I'll, to me though it's more like skills and artist i feel like i would be afraid that if i relied on that stuff too much i would start to lose my edge because i would see, not that's that's where i'm at yeah that's where i'm like ah, oh, god it I might forget how to structure yeah. because you just start getting lazy. You just go right into de- drawing detailed right over like the image yeah. or like, right. you know, the photo or something, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also like I, I enjoy drawing. So like, I don't yeah. know why I'd want to not do the thing I, I love doing unless it was yeah. like, you know, like we said, a time constraint where it's like, Oh, you got to you know, yeah. get it done in this amount. You got to draw the New York skyline in 
<laughs> yeah, and even then there's ways around silhouette. it. When I drew turtles, I drew half of it in silhouette. Like I would draw the skyline. Oh the yeah. The buildings would just be all blacked out. That's true. When, like, when in doubt, black it out. The yeah. old comic yeah, scene. Drop some windows in there. The lights are on, and then yeah. like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I'm just I'm just always curious because I remember uh, I don't know I just always think about of like the conversations like uh like at the Cubert School, um and Brian I've talked about it yep. once in a while is like there was like especially art students like there was like a certain level of like ethics you know that like people would really get passionate about it's like you know no cheating no you know like I remember there's even guys who were like no photo reference you're like well you're an idiot yeah that's um, stupid. like that's <laughs> fucking dumb yeah. like yeah like yeah if I want to draw how to draw a certain gun I'm not gonna look it up or a car or like. Well, I mean, you could get away with like, that. You could get away with that in the '90s, but uh, not these yeah, days. Not man. these days, yeah. right? <laughs> Even for like a pose, like what was I drawing? I was drawing in this book the other day where this guy puts a gun into his, the front of his pants, right? Like, uh-huh. yeah, band. yeah. And yeah. I'm like trying to figure out the pose, and it just and I was doing it myself in the mirror, and I was like, it's not really. So I just looked it up online, just look at photos, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah how the elbow would go, and all right, but I drew it, you know, I didn't trace it or anything, yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Looked yeah. it up. You know, I used, yeah, it's interesting. It's just interesting. There's all these different little aspects and nuances, um, you know, to, I mean, if you're drawing a book that, if you're drawing a book that has to be like uh, specific and detailed, like if it's like a period piece, mm-hmm. I mean, you should definitely use photo reference. For yeah. Stuff. If you're drawing like yeah. a Rob Liefeld X-Force book, it, and then just go, like with worst dudes, I didn't hardly ever use any reference because it was all just like, wacky all sci-fi stuff, it. right? Yeah. yeah. I just made it up as I went. It was yeah. Scary. yeah. It was, that's gotta be kind of fun though. That's gonna be kind of nice, right? Like yeah, it was love. nice. But yeah. there was a point where like I started, I, there was like a like almost felt like there was a reservoir, like where I almost towards the end of the book I could feel it like running dry of like ideas, oh, okay, creatures to put in there. Where it's like oh, I might have tapped, might be <laughs> my my yeah. tank might be an empty, like as far as yeah. like on the fly stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I why there were so now, many like, dicks in it. It's like I just ran out of ideas. It's just yeah. draw a dick. Draw a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Planet like, of I'm dicks. Yeah. Um. Everything okay, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that the the um the gentleman who just passed away, Master Kim. Who? Kim Jong. Oh, Kim Jong Ji. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck man. That guy. I don't know how he did it. Like when he would do those drawings, it was just like, I'm sure he had like a a rolodex in his brain of things that he was going to draw over and over again. I saw but, an interview no, with it was him. Just so. Yeah, it was so crazy. I saw an interview with him once, and he was saying that because they were asking him like, "What's your secret?" and he was like, "There is no secret." And it was it took him a really long time. I think what it was is he worked as like a um, like an old school commercial artist, like draw like actually drawing like cars and the inner workings of cars and the inner, you know, like the machine components for like pamphlets and stuff i think he did that for a really long time Mm. and then finally just got to the point where you know he started you know you do that for a lot like i worked at a place called telegraphics it doesn't exist anymore but it was uh we did ps magazine for the u.s army and it was all like how to take apart like your machine gun if it gets sand in it and stuff, it, it was like comic strips on how to do that. It was, it was interesting, but like there was guys that had been there for several years and like they, a lot of them got to the point where like they could draw the inner components of yeah. an M16 Easily. and they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't need, uh, they didn't need the phone where, you know, we're looking at like all the binders yeah. and all that shit, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Repetition. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, Kim Jong-Gi, God damn it. 
Fuck. I I have a, a lot of people recently. Yeah. Yeah. I have a um there's a a student that helps me out with like some colorblind as fuck. And uh so I hired the student to, you know, basically like do flats and color setup for me. And uh they got like emotional when he like I didn't realize like it was like a big deal. Like a lot of there's a lot of college students, I think, for when Kim Jong G passed, like it was I mean, it's just a lot of people in general. Like it's crazy how you don't realize how big of an influence people like that have um, mm-hmm. on just people. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one time I met. I I won't even say I met him, but I was yeah. like had a interaction with him one time where I was oh, in wow. Emerald Emerald City. I was like 2017, maybe, and uh, I was there and I was hanging out with Johnny Christmas, who's an artist. Uh, okay. Who, yeah, he's, he drew um, the Margaret Atwood book. Uh, she did a comic. He's doing his own like line of like children's books now. He's drawn uh-huh. like image books and all sorts of books. And he's a yeah. buddy of mine. And we are. He was getting one of Kim uh, Kim Kim Jong Ji's books, his like sketchbooks. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had to go pick it up at a certain time. They gave him like a piece of paper, like, "Oh, come by and pick it up at this time, and I'll have the drawing in there for you to pick it up." Right. Oh, cool. So yeah. uh, he went, I went with him. He's like, you want to come with me to go pick this book up from him? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see what he's doing. You know, he had his table. I'm going to yeah. draw something. So we went over there and he was just like drawing and everyone was kind of around the table, like afraid to like kind of speak uh, up. Talk, talk, talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like, but it was weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I was like, I was on awe because I just think he was amazing. But like, it just felt like there was like an energy around him. Like yeah. Coming off of him. You know, when you get yeah. too close, it was almost warm. You know, it was like heat. He was burned up. You know, wow. and uh, and then we, he went. I, he went over to get the book, and he just kind of was like, "Hey, I'm I'm up here to pick up a book," and he had the table. He's like, "Oh, yeah, here you go." And he, I forget what he said to him. He was just like, huh. he said like a brief like thank you, and yeah. showed him the drawing. He's like, "Do you like this?" And he's like, yeah. "It was like the drawing of a, a girl with like a like Thing an animal on skin head. on her head." Yeah, <laughs> she showed what he does. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. we're like, "Thanks a lot." And I was just like, and he was like drawing something else talking to him because like his assistant had opened the book and showed it to him and he's like drawing yeah. something else as he's like talking to johnny and me Crazy. and i'm just like looking at him doing like another drawing of like some other weird cool thing basically like kind of looking up and down at it and nailing it wow yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like wow <laughs> like, i don't know I, I don't get in awe by people like but that was kind of like yeah theory. it was almost like something ethereal going on with that dude where it was yeah like, that is uh that's actually really interesting what you said about like when you you saw him and everyone was like hushed because there was like a energy coming off the guy like yeah. that's really yeah. I don't know if I've ever been around somebody like that where they walked into a room and you're like whoa whoa there's something yeah. something Different. That's usually what happens when yeah. I walk into a room, but I haven't oh, okay. had that happen. <laughs> like I haven't seen anybody do that to me, but I have that effect on other people. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. do that just because like. I eat a lot of beans so yeah <laughs> yeah well i wasn't yeah. gonna give away any secrets but you know <laughs> yeah I, I don't think you have that effect on uh on, on the little guy any well he hasn't he has no respect <laughs> <laughs> is that your son yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah his son no respect for no one yeah <laughs> no he's made him within oh he's the best but yeah, within five minutes thing. tony within five minutes this kid's gonna try and get you to invest in something. I kid you not. He's seven years old. He's eight he's now. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, eight. Oh, you're, raising, you're raising a little Elon. He loves money. <laughs> he loves money. So 
a little yeah. musk. He'll uh, he'll get you to buy musk. something. Yeah, he's gotten me a couple times. I always end up falling for the shit, dude. You know what's funny? There's this. All right, uh, side tangent. There's nothing to do with comics, but back to precocious children. There's a, a building behind me or a house behind me. There's a older gentleman in his 90s, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. got a little dog, and every time I'm walking my dog in the morning, him and his neighbor are walking their dog around the block, you know. So we'll go yeah. for a little walk and we'll just talk. And he's in his 90s and he was in the war and he tells stories and he's a really fun guy, you know. But he has a granddaughter who must be like seven or eight, nine. Okay. He's always over at his house and she's always like comes out and pets my dog. And so this little girl has been coming by my house now, like randomly, just knocking on my door. She's like, hey, can I walk your dog for money? <laughs> she's like, out of the blue. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not letting you walk my dog. I don't I barely know you. You're like nine. I'm not giving you yeah. my dog to go walk around with. The hustle. I don't need you. Yeah, I'm not old like your grandpa. I don't need you to walk my dog. <laughs> so get this on on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the night of Halloween, uh, which was like, uh, oh no, actually the Halloween was on like a Monday. It was on right? a Monday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So on Friday, uh, my door my door knocks and I look up and it's her with one of her friends. She's dressed up like a like a ghost or something. And they're like oh, trick cool. or treat. I'm like, it's Friday. Halloween is until Monday. Yeah. She's like, well, she's like, well, uh, we're trick or treating tonight because it's a weekend and, and Halloween's on school. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't get any candy because Halloween's not till Monday. She's like, well, well, we'll be back on Monday too. I'm like, oh, okay. So I like, you know, went to the grocery store and I've lived here for a couple of years and I've maybe gotten two trick or treaters. Yeah. In all the years. Yeah. So I just went and got like a little like a little grab bag of like crackle and yeah, sure, good bar and stuff just in case she came by, you know, and uh, she never came by on that Monday, right? So like yeah. I had all this chocolate, so I ate like half of the thing, you know. So That's then what like, you do. yeah. Three days later, this little girl comes by, and knocks on my door. She's like, "Do you have any leftover candy?" I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. I love this kid. This kid, kid is whatever I left. I was like, "Here, take this." I think I, we got to introduce this girl to to Max. Uh, it seems like they're just like <laughs> two peas right over. there. Yeah, two yeah, peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah, we're all next, gonna be broke hanging out with yeah. them for five minutes. The next but. FTX scam. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he buys me a house first, then I'm okay with it. You know? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna have to give him all that all that sweet merch in the back. He's getting he none of it. Yeah. None of he it. He wants he wants, he wants it. it. He wants it real bad, Tony. He's like he he wants it really bad. Yeah, no, he gotta he gotta get a job. That's right. <laughs> That's dad's. Those are dad's toys. Those are my right. toys. That's right. Uh, uh, all right. Well, starting to. We've been. We've been. We've been cruising. We've yeah. Been cruising, running yeah. through the woods. Uh, why don't we get into? Oh, you know what? Before we get into what we've been reading, I do have one. I have a question. Okay. I got. It's kind of a throwback. We haven't done this in a long time. Oh shit! It's a little bit of a bloodbath. Oh. Brian, I've been going back and forth on this, and I want to kind of dissect. Tony, I know you're good. You're you'll you'll play into this because you like this kind of. You're good for conversation. Yeah. Darth Vader, with all of his whatever bullshit, Magneto throwing down. Yeah, against each other. I'm kind of pulling for Magneto personally. I, I, I think Magneto waxes him. Oh, come on. No way. No way. I mean, Darth Vader's made of metal. He's what? not made of metal. 
He's got metal parts all in him. It's like he's got a little got bit, metal. but it's also like high end plastic grade, and you know, arms. like he does have metal arms. That's true. That's a problem. But, he's all, but <laughs> what's, well, what's, so what's he gonna do? He's gonna levitate Magneto. Guess what, Magneto? No, he's gonna, gonna force choke him. Well, I mean, Magneto could just force choke him like that with a metal thing on his face. Besides, that's oh, into oh his sh- brain. that's a good. Ooh, that's a <laughs> yeah. good point. Yeah, he would that's... take the lightsaber from him. He's like, oh, shit. What's this? You're, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about the lightsaber being metal. God, I'm an idiot. I feel like Magneto, like, if Magneto was in Star Wars universe, he would be a Jedi. He would just be like a super strong Jedi with the same. I think he'd fuck everybody. Personally, yeah. You know what? I have to amend my statement. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's like it's almost like him fighting Wolverine. Retribution. Retribution. I have been the man. I'm glad I could sell this debate. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, it's just simple. The, the problem just, is, is that I that I'm just I've I've heard so much of Tad's bullshit that I can't take. <laughs> it, it takes a third party to yeah, yeah. to you. you know. Let's be honest. Let's you don't want to give him the the joy, the privilege of that, know, and it doesn't matter. There's certain right. characters that I know Bride loves, and I will purposely <laughs> immediately yeah. as soon as they come up, like Batman anything star wars anything ninja turtles i always come up with some way for like no that's not always true because you you tried to ask me who would win in a fight between wolverine and uh michelangelo as the last ronin and i was like wolverine waxes that ass that's true yeah he's got a healing power yeah then it's fucking wolverine like turtles are good (laughs) i've watched ufc i see how karate and kung fu just saying all right yeah yeah, exactly and this is all like gloves off 1v1 this isn't like comics code authority yeah wolverine can't chop somebody's head off no he would like take that head off yeah exactly yeah the same way with magneto and like if magneto fought wolverine in the real world like you know, there was no sensor. There was no marble code. Yeah, he would just pull all of his shit out. And just... He does do that. Does yeah. strip his adamantium. Yeah. Right. No, I think actually, if Magneto was fighting Wolverine, God, we, now it's getting real nerdy. Yeah, yeah. This is what this is what the Cubs want. They want this yeah. kind of shit. Sure. I, what sure. if he just he just took his adamantium and just like brought instead of exploded, pulled it out just like a kid yeah. just brought it in just crushed yeah. what if his bones what know? if instead like, of yeah. that he uses him as his like personal slave bodyguard and just like takes over his body and makes him just fucking just kill everybody yeah. yeah you know what he could I mean, he could generally like just condense his, his metal bones into like a ball yeah and like yeah. even if wolverine kept rehealing he would just reheal into a ball because yeah. him rehealing doesn't change the yeah but it's not the like metal. the bone would be able to like force the metal to yeah. change it right just turn into like a fucking Right. Nasty puss ball. Like, yeah. Just over and over and like over and over yeah. and over and like over ever. again. Oh my God. God, Magneto is now that I'm thinking about it. I, there's not a lot of dudes that could take him, right? Like he's kind of Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Charles, probably stay friends with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's why he wears the helmet, right? So Charles can't yeah, it's true. take over his mind. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I what Vader's got like psychic things might not work with the helmet on either. No, it wouldn't. Wouldn't. And also yeah. like Magneto's just you know, he's been through it. He's not at some kid. He's That's not true. Gonna... That's he's true. I will say, though, yeah. you know, Magneto eventually eventually, when they bring Magneto, right, because, you know, they're making an X-Men movie. And uh, do you think they'll change? Do you think they'll change his origin? Because by the time this X-Men yeah. movie comes out, it'll have been, There's... you know, if he's in World War Two, like the dude's going to be yeah, 110, yeah. you know, by the time that movie else. comes out. It's got to be something else. It's got to be some. I'm, I mean, unfortunately, there's been no shortages of travesties and genocide. That's true. That's a solid point. Thirty you know years what? to like take from. So 
that's kind of a bummer actually i'm thinking more of the fact that like all these heroes the backstory is like the world war ii connection yeah just because everyone is everyone knows about world war ii uh, well, you know, as, as long as there's some kind of education going on, I guess um, uh, that the storylines don't really work. There's only a few characters that'll still kind of be able to be ingrained to, with that, right? Yeah, you have to get frozen in time or something. That's the only way. To or be like Wolver or Wolverine and just stay, yeah. you know, healing power yeah. keeps you young. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe his magnetism, like maybe the magnetism could make him young. Um, yeah, that's one way they look at it. It keeps him. But uh, yeah. Ages them slower, you know. Yeah, or yeah, Punisher. You know, his origins were Vietnam, and so yeah, and they keep changing it. So now yeah. it becomes like just you know, whatever Gulf War or something. What's yeah. the next American war that Punisher could be all fucked up from? Okay, yeah, yeah that that works. Yeah, yeah. there's plenty of them. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's true. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Or have I mean, you, have I, you, either of you seen uh, the new? Sorry to uh, get yeah, no, no. Because no. have you seen the new Black Panther? Anybody? Not yet. No, I. No, so, I have not. So I am. Uh, I had a really bad experience the last movie I went to go see, just not from like the movie, uh, but just the theater itself. Like almost like I don't know if I want to go back to a movie theater. Like I might just wait oh. for it to come and stream. Yeah, it was horrible, man. Like, uh, you know, the movie showtime was six o'clock and it was 45 minutes until the movie actually starts because of commercials. You, you were like pissed. Uh, like you were just upset. Yeah, you like, I was, came up like we're recording. I have things to say. Yeah, <laughs> I went on a fucking tangent, dude. Like it was bad, and and it's and it's and it's movie theaters that are ruining the movie theater experience for me because of yeah. because of all of the ads and the commercials, and like you'll have a com you'll have twenty minutes of commercials and then ten minutes of previews. But there'll yeah. be commercials scattered in between each preview. And then half of the commercials are for the fucking theater that I'm sitting in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Yeah, what, I'm like, here what the already. fuck? And, you got me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just, I don't know, man. I just wish that, you know, movie or, uh, you know, movie studios just let us rent the movie for 50 bucks on our tv at home and stream it like i'll pay 50 bucks easy you know because if i'm you know like we went to go see black adam and uh yeah the, the experience was horrible but like if i'm if i'm watching if i'm renting black panther like i'm not just watching it by myself you know like my eight-year-old's watching, watching with it. me but i'm watching it with the whole family and i'm spending 50 bucks yeah. at the theater on tickets anyway so let me watch it at home fuck yeah and it seemed like kind of towards the end, i guess i'm gonna say the end probably towards the end of the pandemic it seemed like that seemed to be like a way that uh, these, I guess, movie production houses were making a lot of revenue by making their movies. Oh, it's in the theater, but it's also rentable as well. You know, for a lot of the, the the smaller the smaller movies will do that, but the blockbusters yeah. won't because they're afraid of people like bootlegging it. Yeah, because there's sites oh. that stream movies yeah. illegally that I may or may not. What? Have seen. Oh my goodness! I had no idea. Yeah, listen, this is just wait, what I've heard. This is not you're telling experience. me. Let, let me get this right. I, oh my god, uh, this I feel like this is news. I can go on the internet and I can watch movies illegally. This is I would never do such a thing. <laughs> Arc do tell, yes, yeah. yeah. I, oh my goodness, I do want to see. Yeah, so oh, a lot of these, a lot of those, yeah, well, a lot of those movies when they go up on the as soon as they go up on a site, a streaming site, they'll be yeah. on. I mean, like a legal streaming site. Yeah. The yeah. next day they're on an illegal site because someone is ripping it and putting it on there. Yeah. So I think I'm, they're just trying to get as many people into the theater to get that buck before they 
do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it, but get also it. it's, uh, I'm just, I don't know, man. Cause like, I want to see Wakanda forever, but I don't want to go to the theater. I don't. And, yeah, and like, fair. you know, part of you me would wait, say, you'll be on like, these, uh, Disney Plus or something. So. Yeah, and, and part of me is like, okay, well, maybe I'll support like these smaller, you know, more independently run theaters, but their chairs are fucking uncomfortable. And like, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot four. You know, like, <laughs> I need, yeah. I need that reclining seat. <laughs> so. You know, there's a theater here. Uh, you know, we have we, have, you know, I live in Missoula, Montana, right? So yeah. Like, yeah. We 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 do have modern anemones. We have like big movie theaters. We live in the land of Yellowstone. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you something. Tad will appreciate this. So we have a bear that's been coming in our neighborhood. God right? damn it! They're attacking. They were attacking me a couple of weeks ago. Thank God I got too cold for them. But <laughs> yeah, it's too cold now. Now it's like in the single digits at night. But like, yeah. it's called the hipstrip bear, and he's like comes to the hipstrip and he goes in the alleyways into the garage, into the the dumpsters behind the the, the building and stuff, and and will pillage all through the neighborhood. And uh, so you know we're there's everyone's knows about this bear and then like yesterday i come home and my neighbor who i share a front deck with has a, a, a deer that they or a deer that they just shot and they're okay frozen and they're chopping it up on the front deck yeah oh no and oh like, no split it apart right there on the deck they have like, a tarp down and they're doing it but they're yeah like, but and i'm like just we got ding ding bear. ding hey yeah 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 like oh no we're gonna clean it up we're gonna clean it up i'm like all right cool I didn't want to be that guy because they're younger dudes. They're like in their twenties. Yeah. Yeah. But then like they go out there today and there's like I can see in the snow in front of the building there's like some 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 little blood. deer part, some little bloody yeah. like stuff. Not, not like huge things, but like I could tell That's that there stuff. was some residue laying around. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh man, this bear is gonna fucking come. Yep, he's coming. He's coming. He's, he's coming. coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah he's probably bringing that little girl too she's gonna hit you up the money so you know she's, she's gonna be she's like gonna hey, is, is, excuse me um if um, you pay me twenty dollars i'll keep this bear away from you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they got a racket i man. love this kid yeah. i love yeah. this kid. so anyway yeah we got we have the modern anemones we have the big theaters with the reclining seats but we have a theater that's basically like two blocks away yeah. called the roxy yeah. Roxy Theater, oh, cool. which is like a landmark, has been here since like the late 1800s or in the early 1900s, whenever movie theaters started. To, yeah, it was like up, the, one yeah. of the first movie theaters, and Shit. it's totally they they renovated recently and they put decent seats in there, and yeah. they'll play like every once in a while. They'll like I saw Top Gun Maverick there, but then I've also seen like a Cronenberg festival there. And oh, cool, that's cool. Yeah, and they'll play like Jaws every summer, and like <sighs> they do like cult movie stuff, like uh, John Waters films and things like that. So. It's wow. kind of cool to have that like so close by, and that's the theater I pretty much go to. But I'm like, like last, I went to go see uh, the last Thor movie in the yeah. theater. Yeah, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go, but I had a bunch of friends who are like not in like comp. They're into like pop culture stuff, but they're not. They don't work in yeah. comics or anything. They're just yeah. like, norm, norm, normies, huh. civilians, civilians, civvies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we all went, and they like, we want to go to this movie. You want to come with us? And they know I draw comics, so they're like, they want me to go with them. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll go with you. And then we went, and I just didn't like the movie at all. And uh, but they're all afterwards, they're all like, they loved it, and they were just like, oh my god, this is so funny when this happened, this happened. And I'm just kind of like playing along, like, yeah, that was great. Oh, and I'm thinking in my mind, yeah. like, that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> there was one think, scene that was really great. There was a couple of good scenes, but like I felt like it was too jokey. But there was one scene that was really, really great. Which one are you talking about? The ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife goes, "Oh, did you see the tattoo on his back?" And I went, "No, 
know I didn't see the tattoo on his back. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? He hasn't lived forever at... or whatever on his yeah, back. Yeah, I wasn't looking at that. <laughs> Dude, admit it, I don't care. I looked like, I was actually, he looked, he didn't even look real. I was just like, what is this? Yeah. It looks like CGI. No, but in uh, that, when I went to go see the movie, guns. I had a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, because we, you, you ordered uh, food at the counter at this place, and then you go in and they're supposed to bring it to you, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. The popcorn or whatever so i order food for me and my friend and uh the movie's like an hour in and it hasn't come yet so i have Ooh. to go during the middle of the movie to go to the counter to get the popcorn and i basically miss like 45 minutes of the movie 30 minutes of the movie waiting for this popcorn at this counter wow yeah <laughs> it was like what and, and it's empty it was like a ghost like a movie you know it's like it's weird it's a that sunday afternoon weird. yeah and like huh. you know no one's there it's like and then i went and saw black anime in the theater too for the yeah. same people and yeah. uh i just didn't order any popcorn and i had a fine time because i thought that i liked that movie i thought it was fun yeah it was fun okay yeah that was stupid big dumb and stupid yeah that's what i want yeah yep absolutely i do i i feel bad i'm like i'm so out of the loop on all the superhero movies i just finally watched there's too many uh, of them that's why <laughs> yeah i did watch the the new spider-man movie came out i think like two years ago yeah. was that two last, years ago, year. Right? last year last year last year yeah with all the spider-mans all... in it yeah, I actually really, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a, okay. Like it was, I liked the action. I liked yeah. mo mostly it was like the Green Goblin. I was like, dude, man, fucking what's his face? Willem uh, Dafoe, baby. Yeah, Dafoe, man. Just yeah. give him all the, can we just give him like a, like a, the Dafoe Academy Award every year just for just showing up and being awesome? Like, being awesome, yeah. 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 Just yeah, naming Northman. Yeah, it was fucking I still great. I still haven't so seen great. that yet. I need to see it. Oh, it's great. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah I know. No, no spoilers. He plays like a shaman. In it. Oh, yeah. perfect. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, he's almost like a jester shaman. He's like a, it's like a definitely. It's kind really of cool. sad because the movie didn't do very well, but it was one of those where like just from watching the trailer, like, well, this isn't gonna do well in the states. Like, this isn't. No. Uh, this is too. Yeah. Too well, art house, too violent. Yeah, it, it, like the way it's kind of promoted, you think it's one thing, and then you watch it, and you realize it's a Robert Eggers film, so it's gonna be like, like the lighthouse or the witch or whatever. Yeah. And so it's going to be like cool and esoteric and weird and trippy and yeah. Just a lot of like weird odd. spiritualism and shit. Yeah. And yeah. Out of body I experiences. Love. I yeah. love all that I shit. Love yeah. Yeah. But as I watch it, I'm like, oh, people are going to go see this and like the, the lamos or the simpletons are going to yeah. like say it sucks because it's not like. This isn't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You know what I am watching right now that's really good? Huh. White Lotus. It's just a. I haven't dude. seen that yet. Dude, Bri oh, Brian, you'll love it. It's okay. fucking great. Dude, Talk about. season. I've watched the first two episodes of the second season. Already. Same. What's We're that? What, what platform's it on? HBO. HBO. Okay. I'll watch the, it. The first season the is. The character, are, it's so like. Good. You have like what? Probably like nine characters, yeah. and they all have their own individual arcs that all overlap each other. Fuck, dude. Because they're all staying at a resort. Wife and I yeah. need something new to watch, so yeah, it's right. worth it. Okay, it's so worth it. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. Um, you're you're kind of on her list right now, though. So me? So we'll see if she we'll see if Why? she takes into account. <laughs> Why? Okay, okay. Doctor Wife, she's loving it. Okay, does that help? That helps. That, I don't. Okay, so it's, I would say it's a White Lotus is one of, like that and like Secession are like too much. Okay, like, wait, I, wait, I need to back up. I want to know why I'm on your on your wife's shit list. What I do? What, what, what? Because when you talked to Max the other day, <laughs> you, you, talk, you tell Tony. You tell him. You tell him. No, I can't even remember. He was talking to Max about. Uh, uh, oh, oh. 
he's got he's got uh max is telling me he's got that's brian's son right yeah he's telling me because he's like second grade first yeah, grade? He's, he's in second grade second grade there's some girls in his class that he likes and i was like oh okay well you know what the move is i told him you know what the oh, move boy. you do i go next time you have a birthday party do it at the skate in and he was like because i was like you do birthday parties right he's like yeah I do some birthday parties i was like well do it at the skate in and that way you know like you know you can like invite everybody and that way you can have boys and girls and you can skate around it's fine blah, blah blah and he was like no way i won't do that the next the, morning, the next first morning thing, first thing he first says to to my wife is i want to have my party i want to have a birthday party at the skate ring so i can bring the girls you <laughs> <laughs> can't you can't say that part you, you don't say that part out loud did you tell him that the, what to, to, no to, so you no. can invite you can invite everybody that's yeah, not what, know, that's not what he said <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't like the point is you gotta tell the kid you gotta when you mention it to your to your mother don't bring up the girls part oh i left that part because he was very he was no selling the idea hard so i thought it was. maybe i'd struck out he was oh, like okay. oh no i wouldn't yeah. do that no no it, no yeah, but then it stood around his little brain he's like oh you yeah it's like, a good that idea could be fun yeah it's a good idea he doesn't the everybody. problem is he does he's my father and he doesn't need any help <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So she's like, "God damn it, Dad! I'm gonna kill him! I'm gonna kill him!" I mean, that's not bad advice. I don't think it's bad. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's solid advice, man. That's that's yeah, smooth." Yeah. Dude, yeah. he's gonna watch the work around. You know, you gotta. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, so I could invite um Ashley. Uh, B, I won't say her last name just so people don't look her up on Facebook. But like, yeah, man, second grade. Let's let's awesome. have her on the show and ask her about that experience. <laughs> Uh, she beat the shit out of my neighbor, so it was great. (laughs) Yeah, Frankenstein cake. Frankenstein cake. Ooh. Yeah, Frankenstein cake. I was. Hey, man. I was. I was thinking back in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one birthday party when I was a little kid. uh, My parents took me and my friends to go see Reno Williams. Remo Williams. The adventure continues. In the movie. The movie. The movie. Because it just come out. I was like. Yeah. It was like an. 80s how did that go was it was it good we had a blast we're a bunch of little kids watching remo williams where you know oh. you remember he's like he does a thing with the plate and the yeah 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 and he like the, the one his little sensei guy runs on water and... that's right <laughs> oh my god dude i haven't seen that movie yeah oh i can remember the name and that's about it i yeah. couldn't even tell you anything about it holy shit yeah i just remember oh. like bits and pieces of it and i just remember like going to see it with my friends and having the time of my life and then now thinking about that Think of what a simple little kid I was. Yeah. Like nowadays, if you like told like some eight year old that we're gonna take you and your friends to go see a movie, they're gonna be like, ah, so what? Yeah. I can yeah. watch movies on my phone or on yeah, my much. tablet. I don't care. But the skating, that's still cool. Still yeah, cool. I want to see Bry out there on them. No, skates. you don't. I haven't. I haven't. You listen. I used to be able to. I used to rollerblade. Okay. Um, but I can't do it anymore. Why? <laughs> yeah, rollerblade. Think... Ankles. Your ankles. Exactly. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm not as young as I used to be. Dude, man, I could, I just picture it. You'd just be like this grandiose Cadillac cruising the lanes. <laughs> you know, just they're playing the funky chicken and the kids are all doing the thing. You're just like, get out of the way. That's and right. Brock coming That's through. right. I'm mow them down. <laughs> I just mow them oh, down. Just That's where our away. first live podcast is going to be at somebody skating in some random town. Mm-hmm. Man. We used to go to the skate rink when I was a kid. Oh, it's the they same. Had, uh, they had a giant projection screen. And yeah. Right when Thriller came out, so they would drop the screen down and play Thriller. Oh, and I was a little kid. I was scared of the video when I was a little kid. So when they would play the video, I would 
try i would skate into the bathroom and hide but i would always yeah. eat shit because i was like not a very good skater so i would just oh, <laughs> i didn't yeah. want to see i didn't want to see michael jackson turn into the werewolf and then see the zombies <laughs> yeah art yeah the skating when i was a kid it was like in another town over so it was like a big deal if you got to go on a friday night i only got yeah. to go a few times but it was a big deal when i got to go yeah um, the black lights you get to go on the dark shoelaces and oh yeah oh yeah break dancing and stuff it was like yeah and they would always do the uh what was it the limbo or not was it the limbo is that where you, how low can you go yeah. yeah 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 and there was always like some pro like whoever won got like pizza and it was like some local kid who won it every time like she could go you know all <laughs> the way fucking down yeah yeah yeah. She yeah. She yeah i like oh, to think God, she's no. still there just <laughs> tearing limbo it up queen of- <laughs> the limbo queen just <laughs> killing eight-year-old's dreams like yeah <laughs> 7 30 every friday night you know where to find her she's yeah. popping tylenol and admiral for arthritis yeah. uh, you could she's like psyching herself up in the mirror like you can still do this just you that still ac- acupuncture like an hour prior like just yeah. getting ready yeah she's like lebron she like, yeah. spends a million dollars a year taking care of her body yeah just, just so she can limbo that's right just so she can limbo all right well speaking of limbo i want to know what everybody's been reading let's do it all right Tony, you're the man uh, of the I, hour. I have been reading, which is a classic, We Three. Oh, nice classic. Uh, just because uh, it's amazing, and so I was like, I want to read the- something amazing, and I just pulled this out the other night. And wow. I started reading it again. That's great. So, I love that. I, I love might, finding might, old favorites. You know, might, yeah, that might so be the first comic I read yourself. that made me cry. What say yeah, again? For real. You just like one day you're just looking at your shelf and you're like, Yeah, you have all these books. You're like, I haven't read any of these in like years. And mm-hmm. like, Let me just read this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got rid of all my comics a few, like, uh, before I moved up to Alaska. And We Three was I, probably the only miniseries where I was like, I'm going to keep this I, for some reason. Yeah, it's only like four issues, I think. But I was like, I'm going to keep this. I don't, I, I like, I felt weird getting rid of it, you know, like selling it off. So yeah. I just, I just kept it. Yeah. I still have it. Mean, it's still one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah, it's who just, was that? Quietly on that? Oh yeah, yeah. And Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard, I saw something. Morrison, he's like writing like full on novels now, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think I'm he's doing sure. like, I think he's doing like straight up fiction these days. I would, I, I would check that out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Absolutely. I was like in a Barnes and Noble to use the restroom. I think I was driving by. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's what Barnes and Noble is good for. And uh, sorry, Barnes. And uh, not yeah, Noble, and saw, though. Fuck you. Um, yeah, fuck you, Noble. <laughs> fuck you, Noble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I saw Grant Morrison, like, heart, like, new novel, like, sitting on the shelf. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize he was, he's not doing comics so much anymore. He's writing, like, full on novels. It's kind of cool. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. Hey, if, if you got it in you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we three. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been reading. I think, uh, what else? Oh, and uh, Carmen. Carmen? What's that? Uh, great. Yeah. Is that an image uh, book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, How is cool. that? That's great. I love it. Uh, Gillian March. Okay, yeah. So, um, that's yeah, cool. I just oh, love dude. it. Yeah, it's uh, I love the the drawings and the layouts, and it's just so dynamic and mm-hmm. pretty. And just, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's not a lot of dialogue either. You know, she's basically a ghost, just kind of bouncing around. 
yeah, see, I like I like projects like that that are a little yeah. different. You know, it's not just chock full of narration and yeah. you know talking yeah. heads and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, because this project I've been working on, uh, I'm working on a project with Brian Level. He's writing it, and I'm drawing it. Awesome. Okay. And uh, the, a lot of the, the script, a lot of the pages, there's like nine, eight, nine panel pages. So I'm like Oof. looking at quietly how he's doing his stuff. Yeah. You know, he does his stuff or he does little inset panels. And even in Carmen, uh, there's like some of these pages are like so dense with panels. But just kind of seeing how, it, how they're yeah. pulling it off is like. So let me ask you this. Do you ever take uh, the art, the artistic liberty of like, oh, these panels are being combined? Uh, sometimes, but not on this, just because like, you know, Brian's an artist. So yeah. So, yeah, so like, he's got a very specific vision that he wants for it. Yeah, and also yeah. like, I, I get what he wants me, what he's trying to, you know, accomplish what he's trying with to it. What yeah, I do with it, so I'm trying to do it to the best of my ability. So that's cool. But yeah, I mean, if there, you know, you know, it is like definitely. If there's definitely things you can put together, I'll do it. But like in this instance, he actually is like each panel is like a one action. You know, he's an artist, so he yeah. knows what description entails. So it's like yeah, he's action, he's a visual you know, storyteller. Yeah. So everything wow. is it's clean it's condensed it's like there's no like superfluous shit it's not like yeah yeah you know, so oh that's cool yeah. uh now is this is this an indie indie project or is this uh so right now it's an indie project we're basically we're doing a pitch and we've been okay. cool been doing uh character designs did a cover and doing some pages and we have a couple people waiting for it and then nice see see what happens with it how to do it man yeah it's the grind right there it's well, let, it, let us know when it you know when it's when it's getting ready and uh yeah, yeah the, next, the, the cool thing i'm closest to like having done is well not done but the one thing that's for certain is happening is the i'm doing a graphic novel with my friend david crispino oh um, yeah we're doing a hundred page graphic novel nice um, dude it's it's a it's like a holiday comic basically it's like a holiday special okay it's a, a sequel to taft sturgeon which is a book we made a couple years ago yeah, you uh, guys were. I remember you kickstarted that. Yeah, we kickstarted yeah. it. It ran in the back of Shutter and uh, Joe and Layla's book. Yeah, the image. We we had we got That's five right. seven pages in the back of each issue. Yeah, we ran back and then we put it together and we kickstarted the collected edition. That's and awesome. That's rad. We're gonna do like a yeah, we're gonna do like a hundred page holiday special. I'm well, gonna start it, start drawing it probably end of this month or early next month, and then we'll have it ready to like uh, basically crowdfund by next holidays. That's the plan. Oh, is to like yeah, have, awesome. You know, by next year, have it ready to go and have it ready to ship out by like right before the holidays, so we can get yeah. it to people. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So, yeah, it's a cool like it, it's a science fiction book, so it's like kind of like a take on like Christmas and the holidays, but through like a almost like a you know, like space Santa, you know. Oh, okay. Vibe. I like you it. Know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I like, like it. Pa- more pagan, pagan space Santa than like hell yeah, you know, Judeo Christian. Yeah. Do they do their do their Starbucks cups say Merry Christmas on them in the book? Because if not, it's not Christmas. <laughs> they don't. I don't even know if we say Christmas. We Whoa. Might. What about Krampus? <laughs> there's no Krampus, but no there's Krampus. Like, We're not getting because yeah, it's it's definitely like a a, a commentary on like a materialism too. Like oh, okay, cool. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah so it's a fun little fun book, a hundred pages. You know. Yeah. Dude. Uh, are you uh, doing everything coloring and everything too no no uh, just black just, just line work. Not, it's going to be colored but i'm not coloring. okay yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah. okay nice. cool yeah. very yeah, cool. we have a couple of people in line to do it so very cool 
Yeah. Bry, what do you got? All so right. you're scurry off. I did. I had to grab it. So uh I just picked up, I got in the mail a Kickstarter, uh, the Golem of Venice Beach. So um, you know, Steve Bissett, we had him on, he was talking about it. He did a couple of pages in here. So uh shout out, of course, to uh Mr. Bissett, who is the man. But this was a Kickstarter that came out uh I want to say beginning of the year. And uh, we already have it. We already have it in our hands. Um, wow. Looking at you, Lethal yes. Comics. Um, but <laughs> no, that this is. Never... Yeah. Fill them in. Fill them in, Bry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lethal Comics, man. They, uh, they, they did two very, very successful Kickstarters. And in the Kickstarter process, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we're only doing, you know, this is for. Uh, uh these are these this is going to the printers as soon as we know how many orders to have and that was like a year and a half ago um yeah they did it with a few projects um yeah there was two main ones uh that were where they made a shit ton like eighty thousand on one and like 50k on another um yeah yeah barely any updates haven't you know and then they went on to do more kickstarters yeah went on to do more I don't mm-hmm. even think they're allowed to even do Kickstarter anymore. I think they're doing what's the other Indiegogo. What, they moved to Indiegogo oh. to wow. do the you know Kickstarter wouldn't do it because they haven't filled any of the Kickstarters. I think so. That's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, and people then, like that give us a bad name. It's so yeah, to... yeah, and it's all like industry guys that are well respected at the time. Well, at the time, I don't know how they're viewed now, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so it's been it's been pretty rough, but I was very happy to get this in the mail and uh, Clover Press. Uh, put this out too so you knew it was like at least like the you know production value of it was going to be great it's like a really nice hardback pages are great um so this was written by hanan beiser uh and then the main artist and colorist was vanessa cardinale i think that's uh, how i say her last name i'm not sure but one of the one of the things that really allured me to this was they had like a ton of different guest artists do different pieces of the book so like you have the main story and then you know uh bilkin bilsenkevich does the cover and he does the prologue uh jay lee does flashbacks mike allred the allreds do like a map of venice beach uh paul pope does a short page steve Bissett does some so i mean just the the amount of of guest artists that they have in there really just kick it up a whole new notch um, and I've I've enjoyed reading it, man. It's been a lot of fun. The Golem, the Golem of Venice Beach. Yep, it's actually I saw it at my comic shop too. So it's it, Same. it made it into shops. And then um, you know, kind of how you uh, Tony, how you kind of went back and reading some old favorites. I I recently started reading comics at night again. I was reading. I read. I just finished all nine books of the expanse so i just finished the entire series uh over the weekend which was fucking fantastic if you haven't read if you love the show which i do and you haven't read the books do yourself a favor read the books they're amazing um so i just finished that so then i was like i want to i want to read a comic again you know let's let's find something great so i picked up uh i started reading uh the jason aaron wolverine run so that he did with like ron garney uh you know the yeah. the get mystique uh the weapon x yeah. where they bring back the weapon x program um that's been that's been really fun i really love that series that was that was a great series i forgot about the get mystique that well, was so- get mystique is so fun especially like it does the flashbacks to how they met in the 20s and basically yeah. she screwed him over then and then yeah he gets he goes to kill her oh it's so good 
Boys love Ron Garney's work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the man. He, he, wasn't he our first guest ever? No, he wasn't our first guest ever, but he was one of our biggest guests ever, I think. Um, like, yeah. Tad had, like, a collared shirt on when we interviewed Dude, I, him. Yeah, I was, like, like, nervous. He was. Yeah, he was, was for a job interview or something? Like, <laughs> well, he was one of the few guys, like, when I got into comp, when I went to the Cuber School, I didn't even know who Jim Lee was. I had no idea. But I knew who Ron Garney was because I'd read his cap run. And so it was, like, he was, like, one of the first, I think, guests that I was actually, like, I want to see if I can get him on. And he hadn't been done. He hadn't ex- – now he's, like, you know – been on oprah and shit with uh, keanu reeves so yeah. i don't know if we're gonna be able to get him again yeah maybe uh, but it was like right before all that like he was kind yeah. of like it was interesting he was like in a different place in his life i think where he was like ah you know i don't know what's coming around he was working on juggernaut at the time for marvel's like yeah. a short yeah miniseries he was liking it but you could tell he wasn't it he wasn't was he was showing like, us pages too after we we finished recording that was it was pretty sick um it was cool yeah so it was kind of like i don't know for me it was like a it was, I don't know. It was the only time I think I've ever been. The only other time I think I was a little nervous um, was the first time we interviewed Steve Bissett. Yeah. Because he was another one of the guys where I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, this dude is like a uh, dude I've been like kind of chasing his like his blueprints for a long time of like yeah. how to how to have a career. And uh, so it was like really those two. If it weirdly. Uh, yeah. probably the only guys were i was like oh, let me dress up and, uh, oh welcome thank you for doing the show the, the best part was i got ronda i got ronda roast him about it too so it was great yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty good yeah. it was pretty good well, tad what All do right. you what do you read man okay what what 80s miniseries have you got for us today <laughs> well the miniseries did show up but i didn't oh okay didn't okay read it I've been chasing something from the late nineties. Oh boy. Early two thousands. And it, and I got all of it, all of it. You know, I'm a big Ashley Wood fan. I do love Ashley Wood. Uh, just, it's like, he's one of those artists. that's like, I am so far on the opposite end of the spectrum from that guy, but I just love everything he does. Um, but what really made him, you know, solidified him. Mm Mm-hmm was his metal gear solid work because he was a concept artist for the game right and then he ended up doing the idw series and it was like he did two volume well two two major volumes of it and um i got my hands on both those volumes so i i'm not i'm almost done reading the first volume but uh it was just called metal gear solid and it's interesting because like in the first half the book you could tell they were really trying to um I think kind of followed the whole video game, you know, the feel like sneaking around and then like, you uh-huh. hey, you know, you, the, the earpiece, you know, I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever played the video game. I think oh, yeah. Back in the, yeah. the original, back in the, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Right. For like, was it PS one? I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. And uh, yeah. So it was like kind of modeled after all that. And then slowly as you, they start introducing the other like super soldiers, or I should say genetically amplified soldiers that he's going against it you can see where Ashley Wood starts like kind of going from like trying to mimic the game shots and the game experience to like turn it into like, just like kind of a badass like super soldier elite secret, you know, mission type thing. And um, it's really good, man. It's really good. I normally am not, I'm one of those guys that's like uh, when it comes to video game adaptations, I usually steer very very wide they're more often misses than hits yeah they're always like they always like the movies always suck the comic adaptations usually well 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 well
What? The Super Mario Brothers movie is still <laughs> awesome. Bob Hoskins, baby, forever. Wait, they weren't even like that movie. I don't think <laughs> in New York. They weren't even like in. They they go to Koopa Kingdom. Koopa. Dennis Hopper is King Koopa. Come on, man. Like, you know, let's. Yeah, the uh, movie is great. The movie is great, and I will hear not, no. There's not one Italian in that movie. That's 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 true. Well, <laughs> apparently there's not in the well, new one either. The new so. one. <laughs> yeah, the new one. Um, yeah. but, Tom was said he tweeted something like, uh, or he said something about about it. He's like, I can't believe they didn't cast another POC as as Mario or Luigi. And I'm like, wait, does he not realize? They're both Italian. He really tweeted that? He did. Well, yeah, because he was Luigi in the movie, in the original movie. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah. And he was great. I was like, wait, bro, you took a job from one of my people's. That's funny. It doesn't matter. No. I wonder if he was tweeting that or if he was throwing that out there, like, ironically. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if it was a tweet or if he just said it. I read a tweet where he, you know, they quoted it. Yeah, story. yeah, that's interesting. But, but anyways, uh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid, man, uh, it's good. It's really good. I'm really looking forward to jumping into the second volume because I think it is kind of its own thing, like an in between the games. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna so have to pick those up. Yeah, you gotta. You're gonna have to search for them because like most most places don't have them. So like everyone was selling them for like stupid amount of money like there was some of these some guys on like ebay were trying to sell them for like 500 bucks a pop and um i ended up getting i think i got one of them for like 12 and then i got another one for like 15 and then the last one i just got the collection from clover press um and it was i think like 20 bucks it wasn't too bad oh yeah um, that's not bad no it, it wasn't bad at all but yeah it was really weird like anything it seems like anything ashley wood's like one of those guys that like anything he does seems like it immediately becomes a collector's item of some kind and then it's like up on all the comic sites for stupid amounts of money and it's like is it just because it's like low yield numbers of production i don't know probably yeah it's interesting because um i'm more of a fan of his illustration work you know like the stuff he throws on you know he throws up he's constantly putting stuff on instagram um and his comic work uh, you know some of the some of it that i saw i was like oh you know, it just wasn't for me. The storytelling was kind of a little hard to follow, but dude, Metal Gear, man, it, it's easy to follow. It's, it really like just sucks you in. Like you really, I don't know. It, it somehow, even though it's really, um, it's in his super organic feel, mm-hmm. you really get that vibe. Like you're sneaking around while you're reading it. Like it's, he, he, he really captures the atmosphere. Do you low crawl while you read it? always okay good dude uh, dude even when i'm not reading i'm low crawling through this house are you kidding me good yeah alaskan style sticking around funny the book takes place in alaska so there oh, you wow. go there wow. we go yeah perfect Art mimics you know, life sidebar i i uh i was speaking to our friend tamara the last night oh yeah how's tamara doing I, she's doing great i told her i was coming on your podcast and she was flabbergasted <laughs> <laughs> should I, I you know i think this is like the third time i've been on this podcast and she got even more flabbergasted <laughs> wow you know what's funny she has my phone number she can just send me a text she has it anytime you know tamara's well ongoing bit you shouldn't even have her on the show at this point we like, can't I mean, now i mean if i'm being honest that's kind of i know tamara i know that this bugs her that's why i'm kind of like like, well, we'll just keep having our friends on. It's fine, you know. 
probably have Ramon on a couple more times to bust balls. And, uh, yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. You know who we got to get next is Sophie. We'll have Sophie yeah. come on. That I would do. I would. I would probably fanboy out a little bit. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would. Oh man. That would really get Tamara going too. And that's the thing. She could send me a text. She has my number. I have her number. She also has to. Tamara, shoot me. Yeah, yeah. My name is Paul. That's just between y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. How's she doing? Is she doing good? I'm She's doing great. Her. She was a uh, color in um, Ramon's uh, bad idea book. They're all oh. terrible. Yeah. We were oh, in a, yeah. She as when we were chatting, she was coloring it on the screen. Um, it looks great. Speaking yeah, of like books, like artists who like work you can look up to or to admire Ramon's new stuff from this yeah. book and the stuff he's doing. Also on top of that, it's just yeah. like he's going. He's going to the next level. Like. Oh, that's great, great man. Is he, I know he's doing bad ideas. He, is he doing like yeah. a, some DC stuff? He was doing like variants and stuff. I think he did a Blue Beetle cover and he's okay. maybe doing like a, a Green Lantern cover. And then he's like, you know, you know, it is like, and you also have things and talks with other, yeah. with other people. Iron's always in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. So I know he's just doing the bad idea stuff right now. He's trying to finish it up. And, did Bri just leave us? Good. Did Bri just get up and just leave? Yeah, he left. Well, I'm sure I hope he comes back. That's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's funny. I, I should just shoot her a text or not and just keep having people. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's a good idea. Just just make sure just anybody I see her interact with like yeah, on a friendly yeah. level, be like, well, yeah. we'll have him on as a guest. Yeah, that's yeah, it. totally. <laughs> just round her cage. That's terrible. That's so terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. At so this point, uh, if you ask her, she probably declined now. She's just like, no, I'm not going to show now. <laughs> that sounds like something she would do. Yeah, that probably. You're probably absolutely right. I wouldn't blame her, you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We tried like what two or three times and it just, you know, didn't work out. It's fine. I mean, whatever. Too funny. Not, do, people don't even realize how many times we get rejected or like I'll talk to individuals about coming on the show. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, this, oh, this would be great. Yeah, no, I've listened to the show. It'll be great. And then they'll be like, send, send me an email. I, I actually check my email. I don't do much social media. And then they just nothing, nothing. They just dip, dip out. It happens, yeah. I'd probably say like majority of the time, 60, yeah. 70% of the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like you said earlier, it's not the pandemic anymore. So people are out here doing things. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I don't like now that pandemic's kind of faded. Um, I really don't like bugging people to, you know, Hey, you want to come do the show? Um, and especially I like this where we just come on chat, hang mm -hmm. out, um, where it seems like a lot of people, they don't, unless they don't, they only want to do a podcast if they're promoting something, they feel like they're promoting a book. Um, and I would uh, prefer to not be promoting, to be honest, like, cause I feel yeah. like come on just to promote. I kind of feel like I'm just, I mean, I know you have to promote your work and, uh, for sure all that but like if even if i had something to promote and i go on a show i'd rather just mention the thing i'm promoting and then kind of we've, talk about other things because i feel like that would maybe attract more people to check out what yeah the book is if they enjoy the conversation they've... well it's also that's it's a chance for people to get to know like we've only had one guest in the history of the podcast who came on and all they <laughs> did is promote and it was the only and we got negative feedback from our listener from listeners yeah where we got like they're like that show sucked. All they did is talk about their book. They didn't answer. Cause like it was, I would, I would ask like, like 
questions and it would just ignore and then talk more about or just loop it in yeah to the the master segues right into the yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and it was just one of those we were like oh my god yeah and it was i don't know i I don't see if I listen to podcasts when there's like somebody like an artist or a musician or something and yeah. they're on a podcast and I find them interesting. I really don't want to hear like they can talk about what they're working on. So I know what they're for sure. So I can check it out. But right. I really don't want to hear too much about how the, the meal was made or a lot of that stuff. I'd like to hear more of their stories and about their life and about their views yeah. on the world or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because like I'm going to read the work and I'll I'll get it from the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, no. It's like an artist statement. When I go to a gallery show, like when there's a big old artist statement, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's all, it's that, the part's fluff, man. Like that's mm-hmm. like yeah. the, it's this, it's like a sales pitch and nobody, like we get inundated with that constantly in our culture. Like, like I think that's one thing that's great about podcasts. It's like you get to actually, get to know on a personal level i mean if the podcast is somewhat decent i like to think yeah. we're okay we mm-hmm. do our we do our best yeah, yeah. I just have a good time when i come on with you guys yeah there it is yeah, yeah. 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 tell Tamara. make sure you tell Tamara. Yeah, make sure you let make sure you let Tamara know how how fun it is God, how cool so we are uh, so you know what fun. the third time is better than the second or the first time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let her know that let her know that let her oh know. man no, I should probably send. I'll I'll send her a text. We should get her on here. That'd be actually kind of fun. That would be fun. Be, uh, yeah, yeah. I would check it out. This is almost like it's overly anticipated now at this point. It's built. It's building. Like it's That's been right. hyped up. We're it's just, just hyping hype. up. Yeah, hyping up big it's time. Yeah, probably gonna let us down. Probably. We'll probably. see. We're gonna record well, that. We're gonna we're gonna hype it up to all the listeners, and then by the time we finally do get her on, we're gonna put up a paywall. So people have to pay us to listen. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm kidding. I know. Yeah. I know where your son gets it from. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, there you no, go. no. I would well, never. I mean, there there would be some interest. I bet we could probably have some pretty interesting Cubert uh, uh, stories. Yeah. I mean, I would love to hear through, that. Yeah. She went through the the Cubert school same time yeah. as me. I sat right next to her for I think most of the classes. Yeah. I think second year and third year. And yeah, she's like doing so many cool books now. She's like. Doing Dude. World's Finest and Dude, she, all these other DC books he's doing. Uh, she's probably doing Marvel stuff too. I mean, I'll be honest. I like, I, it's one of the reasons I don't really want to, like, I always am hesitant to like message her because I was like, God, man, her schedule's so fucking crazy. Like, I really, I don't really want to like pre- make her feel like she even has, like, even has to, you know, come on. Not that she would, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck. Anytime I see somebody who's like really just grinding out tons and tons of shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, man, I don't even want to. Like, uh, yeah, like there's a few people from Portland that I know that I'm like, I should, I want to message them, but they might, they probably do the show. But I also at the same time, I'm like, fuck, man, I know they're like hitting the, they're like, you know, they're DC yeah. elite or something. So they're hitting all those crazy <laughs> deadlines. Stormbreakers like, or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're fucking grinding on a horrible schedule that I'm yeah. like, ah, man, the last thing they want to do is another podcast. Yeah, uh, just call call slacker friends like me. We're just working on one or two things at a time at a snail space. <laughs> I like to think it is, you know. But you also, I like to think it's we get to have a little bit of a life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know I the older I get, the more it's like 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 today is Sunday. I don't do shit on Sunday. Sunday I just yeah watch football. Anything. I watch Dude, football, hang out with my dog, yeah. cook food, I sleep on the t- couch, I, smoke a lot of I, weed. It's, I've been taking the weekends off 
uh, this last year. I had to because I was com- by the time pandemic hit, man, I was so fried, yeah. so fried just from yeah years of storyboarding and yeah. doing comics at yeah. the same time and mm-hmm. trying to balance it all. I just uh, yeah, I have to I have to have a weekend. I I, I don't. Yeah. The seven day a week grind is uh, it's stupid. It's dumb. It's um, I think it exposes all the problems with the well, industry. It's also a young person's thing too, though. Like you know, I don't yeah. know. I got to a certain age now where it's like, I physically, I I shouldn't work seven days a week. I'm almost uh-huh. fifty. Like why would I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who does that? Yeah. I drive myself and work myself into a grave. Like I'm already. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but it's just want to keep up with the Joneses. It's kind of like we talked about earlier, where. Yeah. You see people post things and you feel jealousy or you know you want that and it's like oh man all these people are working i need to be working because you got that freelance thing ingrained in you but then you get older it's like yeah you know what taking yeah. the weekends off or taking sundays off and doing nothing is yeah something wrong with that <laughs> yeah i i always would try and like oh i'm gonna do inktober and i'm like Inktober's <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> have fun with it guys <laughs> I'll enjoy. I'll be a spectator. Absolutely. Oh, oh wow. Look at all that. Yeah. yeah. These dudes are posting these warm up. It's this is my warm up today. It's this amazing drawing. I'm like, yeah, they got up at 2 a.m. and finished it at uh, noon and then posted it. Like, yeah, it's just my warm up. Like, Morning okay, warm up. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. No, no, no. How long <laughs> did you stay up? Yeah. <laughs> that's what everyone should start doing. It's like, yeah, I did this quick sketch and it's like a full on digital illustration. Like, yeah. yeah. Landscape and like, just three a sketch, point perspective man. and yeah like, just a sketch dude just no sketch. problem it's like uh, a finished comic page yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just sketch just a sketch you know i'm oh, gonna start doing that i drew this with my breakfast uh yeah bastards <laughs> bastards oh my god yeah all right well it's getting late all right bryce yeah. i know bryce got uh right you have work in the morning right it's monday we of course have. i do yeah we all have I work do. in the morning yeah Wait, you know what though this is going to be the last show probably before Thanksgiving. So I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving. Guys. If you celebrate. Happy Thanksgiving you to celebrate. those who celebrate. That's right. Yeah. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Or happy Hanukkah. Happy. If you, even Hanukkah, if you don't Merry celebrate Christmas. Thanksgiving. Happy. I hope you have a nice week. Yeah. Have a great enjoy, winter solstice. Dude, enjoy the day off. Fucking. Yeah. yeah. If you, food, if you don't have to work. Yeah. 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 Do you have yeah. Brian? Do you have to work? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. No. Hell no. Um, yeah, you there's certain. There's a level to your voice. Like it's a little uncertain there. I was just, you know, I was. You just eat food and fall asleep on a couch. Yeah, I was just thinking of the the poor, poor Black Friday workers who work in retail. Oh, fuck. You know. Yeah. 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 Oof, Black but, Friday. I know we're all gonna be there. Just out there. Just elbowing or wait, wait in line for cabbage patch doll or whatever getting those walmart sales like, <laughs> hell no that tv i'm too old for that i'll pay f- i'd rather pay full price so like, <laughs> yeah. i don't even yeah. care <laughs> there's nothing i want that much nope well no. there is there is one thing that i want that much and that's for all of the tiger cubs out there to uh you know get on our Substack, uh blue tiger revenge.substack.com and uh you know like share subscribe it's a free subscription you know but it is the home of blue tiger revenge and everywhere that you can uh 
you know, find all of our stuff. And then also, if you download the app, there's a new chat feature on there. So where you can connect with us directly, you know, send us uh, pictures of what comics that you're buying. Uh, if you're in the vintage game like I am, what are you collecting? What do you find on your hunt? Let us know. Hit us up on that chat. But it's only on the app. So you got to download that Substack app. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I hope you guys get into it. So, yeah, like, share, subscribe, all of those fun things. Um finally want to thank uh tony for coming on man thank you so much thanks for having me guys. yeah Appreciate it. where can uh, where can people find you uh well uh right now you can find me on twitter for the time being <laughs> <laughs> at tony gregory t-o-n-y-g-r-e-g-o-r-i and you can find me on instagram tony t-o-e-k-n-e-e gregory g-r-e-g-o-r-i excellent and then, uh, actually i'm on tumblr wow uh, i I, I, I've had Tumblr's Tumblr. coming I, back. I resurrected that some a bitch, and uh, I, I'm downloading art, and it's Tony Gregory on th- at Tumblr. Perfect. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Perfect. Find him if you haven't checked out the Worst Dudes uh, from Dark Horse. Make sure you go check that out as well. And yeah. uh, you know that is all I have, uh, Tad. Do yeah. you have anything else? Like the mean streets of Missoula after its garbage bear runs rampant, I am exhausted. Just all out of milk, bone dry. Well, if that's the case, what time is it? Hit the music. What? What?